MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. Hello, everybody. WMMR, Philadelphia. Housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping, you want towels? Her towels need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want men for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 33 WMMR with Preston Elliott. You will listen to every damn word I Steve Morrison. Words are like bullets. Plus, Casey Boy. Kathy Romano. I'm going to destroy everything you own. Nick McElway. I'm just not the, the hero type. And Marissa Magnata. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. And now, Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Catch you. Good morning. It is happy to be together again, and we're back in the studio, and we'll dive right in and see weather-wise what we have in store for today. It attempts uh, to be quite cooler. Coolest of the week today, actually. High's only going to get up to about 48 degrees. We have mostly cloudy conditions as well, which is going to make it feel even cooler than that. Tomorrow, uh, some rain moves into the area. Afternoon-wise, we'll get some showers. High 50. Wednesday, not bad. 58 degrees. And then we kind of settle in in those lows 50s again, starting on Thanksgiving with a high of about 53 and partly cloudy skies. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday. It is November 20th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a looming SEPTA transit police strike is in limbo this morning in hopes that one more set of talks could produce a deal to prevent officers from walking off the job. The union set a midnight deadline for Sunday night, which came and went. However, officers put off a walk-off and stayed on the job to see if the union reps and SEPTA's general manager could come to terms. SEPTA transit police union leaders say SEPTA's general manager has not been directly part of the negotiations, adding that they want to meet with her instead of those they've been dealing with. SEPTA officials spoke with the union for nearly six hours on Sunday, but officials say uh, they are still negotiating a potential agreement. Transit police have been working without a contract for the last seven months and say the main issue is pay. SEPTA officials say they believe they are offering a fair deal that includes a signing bonus and a 13% pay increase increase over three years. However, the Transit Police Union president is not satisfied and says SEPTA hasn't matched the pay and benefits it recently gave to members of the Transport Workers Union, which represents thousands of SEPTA employees outside of the agency's police force. Can you imagine a, a six-hour meeting? Like, a, No! We want to drink no. cyanide when we hit an hour. Uh-huh. <laughs> Forget that! Six hours. Six hours. That's incredible that the you know that these union meetings and when there's negotiations yeah. like this that they go. They like, better have pizza. But at like hour six, what are you talking about? Yeah. Didn't you talk about it during the first three hours? Too much. The transit police union president said transit police are dangerously low staffed, which makes it difficult to keep passengers and employees safe. They're about twenty five percent under their budgeted headcount because officers are leaving to work in other departments that offer higher wages and benefits. The transit police concern is that they will never reach a fully staffed department if they remain among the lowest paid police jobs in the area. If transit officers do walk off the job, SEPTA says it will call in mutual aid from other departments to cover. Former First Lady Rosalind Carter, the closest advisor to Jimmy Carter during his one term as U.S. President and their four decades thereafter as global humanitarians has died at the age of 96. 
The Carter Center said she died Sunday after living with dementia and suffering many months of declining health. The Carters were married for more than 77 years, forging what they both described as a full partnership. Unlike many previous first ladies, Rosalind sat in on cabinet meetings, spoke out on controversial issues, and represented her husband on foreign trips. Aides to President Carter sometimes referred to her privately as co-president. She is my best friend, the perfect extension of me, probably the most influential person in my life, Jimmy Carter told aides during their White House years, which spanned from 1977 to 1981. Fiercely loyal and compassionate, as well as politically astute, uh, Rosalind Carter provided uh, herself on being, uh, sorry, prided herself on being an activist first lady, and no one doubted her behind-the-scenes influence. When her role in a highly publicized cabinet shakeup became known, she was forced to declare publicly, I am not running the government. Many presidential aides insisted that her political instincts were better than her husband's. They often enlisted her support for a project before they discussed it with the president. Her iron will contrasted with her outwardly shy demeanor and a soft southern accent inspired Washington reporters to call her the steel magnolia. Both Carter said in their later years that Rosalind had always been the more political of the two. Sounds like me and Rochelle. It's like, you want, you want, the, you want the smart answer? Ask her. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I always remember her as being a, a, a very elegant and, you know, um, by the books, first lady. Yeah. I, was, I always I just, found her impressive, but I think the um, what she did after all that with the charity work on multiple yeah. levels oh, was yeah. pretty. That's the legacy. Uh, I just couldn't imagine uh, this day and age today, like uh, there be, if there were a first person. I don't care if it's a first lady or a first man. Uh, <laughs> How that would go over well if if the entire nation knew that they were quote unquote calling the shots or you know well, what I mean? I mean? Well, that's why she she publicly had to say I'm not running the government. They right. made, you know they made right, her come right. out and say it's not me running right. it. That's happened many. Eleanor Roosevelt was believed to be running the government when uh, uh, Franklin Delano was uh, mm-hmm. out with polio. Got seventy seven years <clears throat> together though. Like think yeah. of, you know think yeah. about that and and today he's you know now he's by himself. She's yeah. gone. Like no matter what, it's hard to lose somebody. But God, after seventy seven years. Seven years yeah. is a good life yeah. in general. Oh, absolutely. A good lifespan. 96, and he's what, 99? Yeah. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, he's got to be way there. Yeah. I, I wonder, and this is not, you know, I don't wish anything like this, but sometimes yeah. when a couple's been together this long yep. and one yep. passes, yep. the other one goes shortly after. Right. It can happen. Yeah, yep. I thought the exact same thing. Yep. So, and this is why you don't get your news from the uh, NFL Red Zone, because I'm watching yesterday, and there was a scroll on the bottom that you couldn't see because it was it, 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 it was underneath other scrolls. And then so Scott Hansen, he goes, oh, you know, Rosalind Carter, you know, the wife of the late president, uh, Jimmy Carter. And I was like, Jimmy Carter died? I'm right. like, when did I, you know? Yeah. How did I miss How that? How did I miss that? I'm like, I'm pretty sure I, you know, I would have known. And then like five minutes later, he goes, oh, I misspoke. Right. I'm like, no, you didn't. You oh, thought no. he was dead. <laughs> B. Arthur died. <laughs> yeah. Again? <laughs> Thieves. <laughs> Thieves made off with another tractor trailer haul in the latest bizarre heist in Philadelphia. Cases of talcum powder were stolen mm. from a truck outside a Target in South Philadelphia early Monday morning. Police say six men broke the door locks uh, and got to the back of the trailer parked in the Target lot at 1 Mifflin Street just after 1230 in the morning. Each box contained 50 cans of talc. The driver uh, was in the cab at the time of the theft but was unaware until he began to drive off. 
Uh, investigators say the suspects fled in two cars towards Columbus Boulevard. In the past, thieves have stolen various items, including crab clusters, cases of meat, and even dimes. So uh, cr- crabs and talc in the uh, same shipment. Right. There you go. Exactly. So if you have any... Wherever these thieves are, they're not sweating because they're using the towel. <laughs> they're good to go. Yeah. If you have any information, you can contact police. Oh, I was at that uh, Target, by the way, on uh, on Wednesday. That's the one that I went That's to. That's the one you went to? Yeah. Did you I Maybe I was casing the joint. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All right, in sports this morning. The Sixers beat the Nets 121-99 yesterday afternoon in Brooklyn. Joel Embiid had 32 points, 12 rebounds, and 9 assists to lead the Sixers to the win. Tyrese Maxey finished with 25 points and 10 assists. And DeAnthony Melton scored 21 points on 8 for 10 shooting for his 5th straight double-figure scoring game. The Sixers, who improved to 10-3, and earned their ninth straight win over Brooklyn, including a four-game sweep in the playoffs last season. The Sixers are back home tomorrow night and will host the Cleveland Cavaliers. Tip-off is at 7.30. The Flyers also won, beating the Columbus Blue Jacket 5-2 last night in South Philly. Ryan Bailing had a goal and two assists. Joel Farabee added a goal and an assist, and the Flyers won their fifth straight game. Bobby Brink and Travis Konechny also scored. Cam York added an empty netter, and Sam Arison made 20 saves to earn the win. The Flyers are off until Wednesday night when they'll travel to New York to take on the Islanders. The puck will drop at 7.30. Right-hander Aaron Nola and the Phillies agreed to a seven-year contract worth $172 million, the team announced yesterday. That's nice. The 30-year-old spent all 10 years of his professional career with the Phils, who took him with the seventh pick in the 2014 draft. Over the last six seasons, Nola started the most games in Major League Baseball at 175 and threw the second most innings just behind Garrett Cole. And after a bye week, the Eagles return to action with a game in Kansas City against the Chiefs tonight. The Super Bowl rematch and battle between the Kelsey brothers will get underway at 8.15. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you. Hi, guys. Hello. Nice to see you again. I'm a little tired. Uh, yeah, I am too, man. Yeah. I, you know, I got, I got lots of rest. I got yeah. a fair amount of sleep over the weekend, but... Um, yeah, I'm wiped out, and it feels different, obviously, being back in the studio. I mean, this is home. This is great, but, but like, lighting-wise, yeah. even it looks a little bit different in here. It's going to take me an hour or two yeah. to kind of get back into the swing of things because our home away from home, uh, we just got back from. Yeah, yeah, you start to get used to that. And, yeah. uh, you know, we had the, the, the tent had different colors in it when you walked into it, and this yeah. is just light here. Yeah, it is, yeah. it is. Uh, but it should be an enjoyable day to return to our broadcast home. Uh, we'll have a guest on the program today. Our good friend Alicia Vitarelli yeah. is stopping by. Talk about the uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade. We chatted a little bit about that in the evening at Camp Out for Hunger when uh, Deuces and uh, Cecily and Rick Williams all came by. Uh, but we'll talk to Alicia, who's going to be on location, so she's going to be stopping in today around 8 o'clock. We're on the Bizarre File. We'll do that. Uh, we also have an announcement to make. We're going to uh, announce the winner of our uh, President Steve Dorm Decor TikTok tour. Nice. So we'll pass along that information and uh, reveal who is getting the prize. And uh, we'll just kind of, you know, recap a little bit of last week if we have a moment or two and just uh, things that went on. And yeah, we're, we're getting back into the Now, short week. 
That's awesome. So we do have Thanksgiving uh, coming up, so we'll work until Wednesday, which means the word of the week is only going to be three letters this week, and we have $300 courtesy of Mainline Christmas Lights. So uh, make sure you stay with us for the letter of the day for the word of the week. Uh, We'll go ahead and take a break, come back in a second. Super question and entertainment report on the way. Lots of stuff to unpack there. So we'll do it together in just a moment. We have a beautiful sunrise as we speak, so share it with us. We'll be right back. Threw out all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, we're going to give away, for the stupid question, a pair of tickets as we, the Preston and Steve Show, present Don McCloskey. Yeah. And the band's holiday office party and uh, Will Leet of Sammy Ray and the friends will be there. I mean, Saturday, December 2nd at Brooklyn Bull. So, in order to win the tickets, you have to answer this question correctly. And this is an interesting one. What did the world's first text message say to one five two six three WMMR if you know the answer to that what it did the world's first text message say all right two one five two six three WMMR call now if you know the answer so today is Monday the 20th day of November will begin with a musical birthday and uh from Kings of Leon Jared Folliwell celebrates his birthday today he's uh, 37 years old I was listening to, I forgot what song it was, um, uh, and uh, it was down where we were at Camp Out for Hunger, and just uh, every now and then that band kind of grabs me. Yeah. Like, you know oh, what? Yeah. yeah. That's, what a unique sound for We were group. inundated with them for a while. Did they open yeah. up for you, too, at the... Um, yes. Right? Yeah. They did. Yeah. They, they were really good. Early 2000s. It was the first I'd heard of them. And yeah. People, Steve, as they were going into that show, they were saying, do not miss the opener. Because right. they had broken big overseas. Yeah. I think they had like four or five records out at that point. Uh, and then this one came out in 2008, I believe, and launched them to Superstar. I think right. um, they're working on some stuff right now. Okay. I think we can expect to hear some new music from King. Mm-hmm. I, I saw them live at the Wells Fargo Center a few years ago when they were a headliner. And uh, it was a really good show, except that they did like eight or nine new songs off the latest record. And like I don't, yeah. I don't hate when a band does that, but yeah. it just I, give me a little more that I'm familiar with, you right? Know? 
Uh, so he turns 37 years old today. Uh, actor Cody Lindley was on Hannah Montana. Uh, I didn't watch Hannah Montana, so um, I don't know who he was on there. But apparently he appeared on Dancing with the Stars as well. Do we have the clip case? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, uh, but he turns 34 years old today. Hannah so. Montana was a huge show for a while. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Launched her career for I, sure. This one. Yeah. This is the one you want. The journey is usually the part that you remember anyways. <laughs> oh, wait. No, no, no. There was more. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. The journey is usually the part that you remember anyways. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't sound that bad anymore, right? That's like, the newest. Do you know what I found That's out, Ka- Kathy? Yes. She legitimately, oh. apparently, has a medical condition that causes that sound. But I feel like when she, like, uh, so I, I watched her, the New Year's Eve um, show that right. she did with Dolly Parton. New and, Year's Croak and Eve. And no, <laughs> but she didn't sound th- like that. Like, that's yeah. bad. She, I think it's when she kind of gets down and right. gets real. That's yeah. where it is. <laughs> she's I mean, not, solo. <laughs> Maybe when she's not on a mic. <laughs> the journey is usually the part that you remember anyways. <laughs> All right. Uh, he, oh Cody God. Lindley, is 34 today. <laughs> then we have the great Joe Walsh oh. celebrating another birthday. He turns 76 years old today. I was just watching, um, it wasn't our favorite documentary about the Eagles, but it was about a um, one session, the session they recorded, um, uh, God, their last album together. And Joe Walsh is amazing. He's just sitting there screwing around with stuff and astonishing. The thing about Joe is so interesting. If you go back in the pantheon of great guitar players and you immediately think of the Shredders, the Eddie yeah. Van Halen, the Malmsteens, these guys who rip these super fast notes. If you go back and listen to Joe, Joe did not play with any speed. No. He didn't need to. It's the it's the melodies, it's the it's everything that he chose to play was just right for whatever reason. And you didn't need to be fast to be aggressive and he just he's just fantastic in what he chooses to play. So a perfect example of that it was the long run. So he's playing on the long run and and he's kind of just providing accent. I think uh-huh. it's Don Felder's doing most of the mm. soloing. But it's it's amazing to watch him find the sound of the song. He's a tasty player uh, and a great singer too and he turns uh, 76 years old today. Happy birthday Joe Walsh. Uh, actor Joe McHale. Uh, actor and host. Uh, Talk Soup. He did that for a long time. He's on Community. Uh, he is 52 years old Is today. he the host of the... What show is he hosting now? It's a game show. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. oh. Is it, uh, is it Wipeout? No. Might, uh, might, well, maybe. Uh, John Cena's doing one. Yeah. Um, he may have done it for a bit. I'm okay. not really sure. Uh, then we have uh, singer Norman Greenbaum, who brought us, yeah, this yeah. song, Spirit in the Sky, which is a great tune. Uh, he turns 81 years old today. Used uh, to good effect in Guardians, right? Yes. Yeah. And somebody did a cover of this, right? Wasn't there a, there a remake at some point? I think it was Hannah Montana. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Anyway, he's uh, 81 years old today. Actress Ming Na Wan. Love her. Yeah. She was in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Uh, great in that. Um, ER. And uh, she was also in the, it's not a great movie, but Street Fighter, the one with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Right. Uh, she played Chun Li, who is an iconic cosplay character anytime you see those conventions. She's also in the Book of Boba Fett. Ah. Yeah. Which uh, is a decent. She turns 68 years old today. Uh, the very beautiful and talented Bo Derek has ah. her And of course, 10 launched her, but we'll always love her in Tommy Boy. Mm-hmm. I think she's one of those women who I, n- I never found her all that 
dazzling in 10. Yeah. But as she got older, that's when I thought she became much more attractive. Well, the the cornrows were something you didn't see yeah. back then when, when 10 came around. It was like, wow, what's that? Wild hairdo she has, and uh, it was all it, it it was all the rage at the time. It's a great movie, by the way. If you've never seen Ten, yeah. uh, Dudley Moore is friggin' hilarious. She's sixty seven today. Uh, actress Veronica Hamill uh, from Hill Street Blues. Yes, she played the love interest of Dan- Dander Day. Yes, uh, yes, right? absolutely. Yeah. And she also Beautiful. played um, she played Lily Munster on a um, limited series. No kidding. Was John Shuck Herman? Yeah, don't know. Uh, she turns. Listen to this song. Eighty years old today. So happy birthday, Veronica Hamill. And then the last birthday is Sean Young from movies like Stripes and Blade Runner and No Way Out and Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Yeah, Finkel. Uh, she's laces out, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's Finkel line horn on horn Finkel. Yeah, she turns uh, sixty four today. All right, um, we're looking for the answer to the stupid question, which is I just threw it away. <laughs> I think I threw it away. How about did the matter? Put that. I had first text message. Yeah, I know that, but I had a little little factoid that went along with it. The thing, the answer, the thing, the goddamn thing. Well, I have the answer. I didn't touch it. And I don't even remember what the question was. What was here? What did the first text message read? And we'll go to Steve to see if we can get the answer. Hi, Steve. Good morning. All right, Steve, what did the first text message read, sir? Merry Christmas. He is absolutely correct. Hang on a second, we'll get your information. Thank you, Nick. It was a gentleman by the name of Neil Papworth. He was 22 years old. He was an engineer, and it was on December 3rd. 1992, and it was an SMS text message he sent from his computer to his friend's phone. Cool. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, so, yeah, Steve, hang on the line. Got your tickets to see our buddy Don McCloskey and his band, and it's their holiday office party, and it's also their vinyl release party, and it's going to be December 2nd at Brooklyn Bowl in Philadelphia. For tickets and information, click events at WMMR.com or visit BrooklynBowl.com slash Philadelphia. At the box office this weekend. Number one was Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. $44 million was the take. Followed by Trolls Band Together. The Marvels was third. Then you have Thanksgiving, Five Nights at Freddy's, The Holdovers. Next goal wins. Eight was Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour. Uh, Then you have Priscilla and Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, First story we're going to start with is Dana Carvey and his wife Paula are uh, thankful for all the support they received following the death of their son Dex last week. He died due to an accidental drug overdose. He was only 32 years old. Um, And they wrote in a joint statement. Uh, this is just to say thank you. Uh, they posted this on Instagram on Saturday. Uh, they shared that um, both of them are have been overwhelmed by the love and compassion that people have shared with them. Uh, they said, we received so many beautiful messages from people who knew Dex. These touched us more than we could ever express in words. Uh, Dana announced that he is going to be stepping away from work and social media. It's understandable. As he and Paula and their son Thomas, quote, try to figure out what life looks like now that they are a family of three. So, if you see any footage of Dex, you see footage of Dex with Dana. He's like they're they're so similar. The mannerisms and everything, or you know, it's so sad. At the end of SNL, Preston Colin Jost held held up a sign. 
you know, sending their love from the cast to him. Yeah. Wow. It's just sad news. All right. On to something a little lighter. I'm going to go. We're going to go light, heavy, light, heavy uh, through some of these. One drink, one water. Yeah. One drink, one water. Your mom would be so proud of you. Yeah, she would. So uh, Leonardo DiCaprio expressed his gratitude for Sharon Stone in a recent interview. Uh, The Titanic actor commented on how Sharon paid him to star in the 1995 film The Quick and the Dead after the studio refused to cast him in the film. That's wild. I didn't know that. Uh, She said, uh, these are two actors I want to work with, uh, DiCaprio said, referring to himself and Russell Crowe. One of those Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) She said, uh, he said, uh, it's incredible. She's been a huge champion of cinema and giving other actors opportunities, so I'm very thankful. He said, I've thanked her many times. I don't know if I sent her an actual physical thank you gift, but I cannot thank her enough. And apparently she wrote... About uh, Leo's audition uh, in her memoir and said this kid named Leonardo DiCaprio was the only one who nailed the audition. The studio said if I wanted him so much, I could pay him out of my own salary. So I did. Well, she had just, her star was at the top at that point. She'd come off of, uh, you know, obviously with Michael Douglas, Fatal Attraction. Yep. And um, Sliver, I think it was. So she had. um, You mean Basic Instinct. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so uh, she had um, she had that power, and uh, yeah, wow, good for her. Yeah, and obviously uh, helped launch Leo's career. So uh, did you? Thankful. Have you seen the Albert Brooks documentary called "Defending Your Life"? It's it's basically a riff on the title of his movie, right? No, uh, I haven't. It is a it's a great documentary about all of the stuff that he's done, and he worked with Sharon Stone on the movie "The Muse." Okay, and it's like everyone has all this great stuff to say about Sharon Stone now. Oh, so yeah, that's cool. All right, here's a more heavier story. Uh, The son of Hulk Hogan was arrested for a DUI early on Saturday morning, 16 years since he was involved in a horrific car wreck in the same Florida city. So Nick Hogan was taken into custody on misdemeanor charge of driving under the influence shortly before 4 a.m. and refused to take a sobriety test. Uh, The exact details of the incident remain unclear. Before his arrest, Nick had been seen on his Instagram page attending a bikini contest at Dan's restaurant in the Clearwater area on Friday night. Of course. Uh, Nick had previously been involved in a horrific car crash in Clearwater in 2007. And that wreck left his friend John Graziano with a severe brain injury. Uh, Graziano, who was an active duty Marine at the time, was a passenger in Nick Hogan's car when it careened off the road and struck a tree in Clearwater while drag racing against a friend. I remember all that. I remember the, the yeah. court, uh, all that stuff, all the drama that went on around that. Hogan, who was 17 years old, spent eight months in jail after pleading no contest to a charge of reckless driving involving serious bodily injury. Uh, the Graziano family sued the Hogan over the accident uh, that left John under 24-7 care for the rest of his life. Like, it messed him up yeah. permanently. Was that much later than that <clears throat> that uh, Hulk Hogan started dating his uh, daughter's best friend? Yeah. Yeah, so you would think, you know, with a DUI under your yeah. belt, you may, I don't know, grab an Uber or something like that. Nah. I'm sure he doesn't live too far from there. Sometimes it's hard catching a ride from the bikini contest. I guess yeah. it is, you know. From the 4 a.m. bikini contest. <laughs> Yeah. Come on. Oh yeah. All 
right, so he got a DUI. All right, here's a lighter and nicer story. Suki Waterhouse dropped a baby bombshell while on stage at the Corona Capital Festival in Mexico. On Sunday, the singer and model revealed a sparkly baby bump, alluding to her first child with partner Robert Pattinson. She said in a fan-made video that was shared to social media, I'm extra sparkly today because I thought it might distract you from something else that's going on. And the wind was blowing, opening up the flap of her coat to reveal a baby bump as the crowd uh, cheered. And then they cut to Pattinson. What the hell? Uh, Waterhouse and Pattinson were first romantically linked in July 2018 and reportedly started living together in London where Pattinson was filming The Batman. So So, word is, yeah, uh, the production on that sequel is going to happen and now he's got a he's got a baby on the a way. Baby on the way. from London. <laughs> baby the Batman. Yeah. All right, and I'm sorry, she is a uh, I don't know about a model. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. thought she was only a model, but then I see her singing. She's here. done some stuff. Maybe DJ Casey. She's okay. done some stuff up on stage. Okay. Suki. So baby on the way. All right, here's a heavy story now. Former adult film star Ron Jeremy has been released to a private residence due to deteriorating health. Oh, no. Yeah, Jeremy, whose full name is Ronald Jeremy Hyatt, 70 years old now, was being held in the men's central jail in downtown Los Angeles for months since he was declared incompetent to stand trial earlier this year. Jeremy, who has dementia, was waiting to be placed in a state medical facility. In 2021, he entered a not guilty plea after a grand jury indicted him on over 30 counts of sexual assault, including 12 counts of forcible rape. A judge on Friday ruled that Jeremy should be released into a private residence to receive medical care since no medical facility will take him. Yeah, man. The district attorney's office said that the court granted the conditional release despite the office's concerns for public safety. According to them, he's, quote, practically bedridden and does not have the ability to leave a residence. Uh, The district's attorney's office said we expressed concern that even if that is true, he could assault caregivers, which he has allegedly attempted to do at other facilities. So like no facility will take him. So I remember prior to all this, before all this, uh, all these rape allegations came out and all that stuff was more in the mainstream. There was a documentary about him which at that time was depressing because he was going, he was constantly getting tested for AIDS and he was, he was just a, a yeah. depressed guy. Yep, I remember this that. This is 10 times worse. Yep, so. What uh, a way to check out a life. They are sending him to, uh, yeah, he's going to be able to, to go to a home, but they're going to have to keep an eye on him, obviously. All right, a lighter story. According to Us Weekly, John Stamos and Lori Laughlin reunited on Friday for a viral TikTok trend based on the Netflix. Netflix docuseries Beckham. John Stamos. In the video, the full host co-stars dance together to Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers' Islands in the Stream, just like David Beckham and Victoria Beckham do in their series. And uh, I guess it's a thing. I'm not it really sure. It is a sure. thing. Yeah. I can't keep up on all the things. I know they, they started by eating some Tide Pods. Okay. Well, they're trying to do all the TikTok challenges. John uh, Stamos. Stamos captioned the TikTok post writing, How'd we do? So he wanted fans to chime in on that. Stinks. All right. Heavy story. <laughs> All right. 
British actor Joss Ackland has died at the age of 95. His family said in a statement no cause or location were given. I was sad to see this. The stage and screen actor had been in more than 100 movies and TV series, among them the films uh, White Mischief, 1989's Lethal Weapon 2, and 1990's Red October, as well as others. You know, in case has diplomatic immunity. And also in uh, Red October, uh, we have not heard from her in quite some time. You've lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another submarine. Another submarine. <laughs> Perhaps. That's him. Uh-huh. He's uh, great. He was born in 19... 19- I thought he was Russian. 1928 in London's uh, Ladbroke Grove area. Grew up in North London, and he appeared in dozens of films throughout the 1980s and 90s, including he was in The Mighty Ducks as well. Yes. And Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. I'm sure he was proud of that one. He was Ted. Uh, he was awarded the CBE in 2000 for his services to acting. But he had a nice, healthy career and some memorable lines along the way. Uh, let's see here. All right, I'm trying to go heavy light, heavy light and all that, right? Because I have some other people who died. And, all right, how about this? This is a light one. Meghan Markle is sharing her response to the popularity of Suits ever since it hit streaming <laughs> earlier this year. When a vi- variety reporter informed her that the show had crossed more than f- 45 billion minutes streamed on Netflix <laughs> and Peacock combined, the Duchess of Sussex said, isn't that wild? It's like a... Uh, she plays paralegal Rachel Zane on the series. Uh, she said it was great to work on. Such a great cast and crew. We had uh, a really fun time. I was on it for seven seasons, so quite a bit, she said. Uh, but it's hard to find a show that you can binge watch that many episodes of these days. So that could have something to do with it. But good shows are everlasting. Oh, well, how much uh, through it are you, Case? Um, I'm in you started uh, two seasons? I, I'm into season two. Okay. Uh, there are seven or eight seasons. Right, right. Um, I just, you know, I, I, and I'm enjoying it. Uh, yeah, I just got distracted by other stuff. It's just, I, it's like a junk food show, right? No doubt. All right. All right, this is kind of weird. Uh, Halle Bailey took to Snapchat stories on Saturday to respond to a comment one person made about her, quote, pregnancy nose. <laughs> have you ever seen this uh, pregnancy nose on some people's? No, I have. Oh, it's yeah. a story. What, uh, explain, please, because I don't know. Go ahead. Uh, it just changed. Uh, I remember going seeing somebody who was ready to pop like day before their uh, birth Uh, and uh, when I saw them, I was like, I don't even recognize you. It, it widens there, out there, the nose, right? The, the nose completely changed. Uh, it widened, got and like... They, uh, I well, think they say if, yeah. if, if that happens, you know, it pro- it's not, probably not. But if that happens, I think it's a girl, you know, like... Yeah, there's But some it wasn't. Of... It was a boy. And uh, <laughs> so. some, some, are wor- some can get like really bad where it, where it does widen, you know, a lot across their face. But it, it can be subtle. Like I can, I saw somebody not that long ago and she was... Pregnant, and I did, could like if I just looked at her face, I would have known it wasn't. She didn't gain weight in her face. Nothing. It was literally you just saw just, something that was, right, that was, was just in the nose. Really? Wait, because yeah. I was going to say the whole face can change. Oh right. yeah, yeah, and yeah. Without, without question. Yeah. But but sometimes, Kath, you're saying just the nose. Yeah, it was. I huh. could see it. I. Did she look like Carl Malden? No. Yes, <laughs> Steve. It really wasn't. It just was like this. I don't even know how to explain. It. Like, like a big nose. No, maybe like a little swollen, but not. It wasn't changed. Like it. Because it can, like we're talking about yeah. here, but it was just, just like the slightest change, and I was like, "Oh, she's pregnant." Interesting. So we're yeah. looking at pictures of Halle Bailey, and I, I don't think I would have noticed a difference. 
You yeah, know? I mean, because the, these pictures are her face in a different angle. Yeah, it's yeah time, so it's you know, it's hard to tell. But, but the, they the news they do go back, right? Like so, they change. And the one that I'm talking about in, in particular was a drastic change. But now, years later, well, you're fine. <laughs> now it's the only thing is fine. The uh, nose went back to normal. But she said uh, she uh, said on a comment why she's like, if I see one more person saying something about my nose one more time, <laughs> there's going to be hell to pay. Yeah. I agree. Uh, she said, uh, you know, I'm I'm black. I love my nose. Why are you concerned about my nose? Leave me the hell alone. So yeah, She's an incredibly attractive. Oh, she's wonderful. Yeah. But, you know, at, at any point, when a woman is pregnant, there's no need to go pointing out any features whatsoever on their body. And there was a, woman, a woman who came to camp out last week who was very obviously pregnant, but I, even then, I didn't want Don't to say, say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Yeah. yeah. Are you fat? <laughs> you're just fat, right? Yeah, you're just fat. Yeah. You're not pregnant. You just you're fat with your big wide nose, right? Um, I thought this was a I thought this is a pretty nice story. Kerry Washington uh, appeared on the most recent episode of Trevor Noah's What Now a podcast and touched on one of the biggest revelations in her new memoir, which is titled "Thicker Than Water." Uh, the Scandal Star writes about learning at the age of 41 that her father, Earl Washington, is not her biological father. Wow. She shared that James Corden was quote very concerned for her when she started looking for her biological father. She said, James was like, I need to talk to you. I love you. I'm very concerned about you seeking your donor because you have this beautiful life and, you know, I know your parents. I know your kids. I understand your beautiful, how beautiful your life is and I don't want you to give this person so much power that if they aren't who you want them to be, that you suddenly think your life is a failure or that you are unlovable or unworthy in some way. And she said, and he told me this beautiful story about some friends of his who used a donor. They went to a sperm bank, and the rules of the sperm bank are that the identity of the donor is not disclosed. But they can write a note to the future child. So this donor wrote a note to this child saying, and it gives me chills every time I think about it, she said. Uh, It said, dear kid, I want you to know that I am not your father. That who I am is just help. There are two people who are your parents. They loved you so much. They wanted to meet you so badly. And all they needed was a little bit of help. So they asked me to give them that help. But they are your oh, parents. Oh, wow. Aww. Right? That is a pretty um, wow. It's a pretty prophetic thing yes. to, to, to give to a child. Absolutely. Because if you meet them and they come up to you and it's... I had three testicles. <laughs> I had some to spare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a sweet story. That is a beautiful story. Yeah. I was wondering if James Corden had had a personal anecdotal experience. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. All right, here's someone else who passed away. Is another negative story to you. According to uh, Entertainment Weekly, Goodfellas actor Suzanne Shepard. You remember her. Passed away on Friday. I don't remember her from Goodfellas. She's the one who's, who are these people? Okay. Elaine Bracco's mother. Her mother, okay. Yeah, her mother. Now, I did know her from another role in Uncle Buck. She's the one that had the big mole on her face. Right. Yeah. And he goes, I love that line. He's like, why don't you go down to the dump and find a rat to gnaw that thing off of your face? <laughs> Uh, so, in addition to Goodfellas, she started movies such as Mystic Pizza, Requiem for a Dream, and Lolita. She also played Mary DeAngelis in, on uh, 20 episodes of The Sopranos. She was also Dom in the first Fast and Furious. I didn't know yeah. that. Her, I thought that was uh, Vin Diesel. Diesel. Uh, her Sopranos co-star, Ray Abruzzo, uh, paid tribute to her on Instagram on Saturday, saying, sad to hear of the passing of Suzanne Shepard, a force of nature, actress, teacher, played Carmela's mother on Sopranos, and Karen's mother in Goodfellas, he wrote. So... 
She's great when they, um, you know, uh, Radiona shows up at the door and they've been out all night and she starts yelling at him and he just starts laughing and walks away. And she goes, Ma! <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see here. Let's see if I can end with a... A happy one, right? You don't want to end on a, on a death. Yeah, I don't have any other a funny death. death. But I did, so in a recent interview with people, Sophia Vergara uh, reflected on her experience this past year. She said, I've had a very interesting year. Uh, I don't want to say bad or anything like that, but it's been very interesting and very difficult. I went through a divorce this year, the SAG strike that went on for so long. I've seen my friends struggle. Uh, Some had to take their kids out of their schools or had problems with their mortgages, so it's been a weird, weird year. But despite the obstacles life has thrown at her, she remains optimistic. She said, it's not like it's bad. I think all the things are resolving. Everything is going to be okay, and I'm very excited for next year. She's very very wealthy. Yes, she's um, very, very wealthy, wealthy and she's very beautiful. Yeah. So she's having a less difficult time. I guess so. Than other people. The, you know. Well, somebody asked her. So right. That's why uh, there she's we go. If she's right. walking down the street offering that advice, it might be obnoxious. And this is the last story and it's, it I dead? can't say it's good or bad, but. Let us decide. Kim we'll Car- take a vote. Kim Kardashian is expanding her acting career. Bad. Oh, okay. Good. All right. Bad. Deadline reports that she is set to star in and produce a film titled The Fifth Wheel, a comedy written by Paula Pell and Janine Brito. Um, now, see, here's the deal. The reason I bring this up is I've heard, and I haven't seen it, that she was pretty good on American Horror Story. I've heard likewise. I don't know. I saw about 10 seconds of her. Um... Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll uh, see. She also voiced two Paw Patrol movies. Well, there you oh, go. Okay. She was nominated for one. Yeah. 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 So kudos to you, Kim. Meryl Streep won for Sophie's Choice. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. We're ready for clips. The Dude Perfect Gang returns primetime this week to host the alternate broadcast for Thursday Night Football. And here, the fellas talk about knowing their place against the professional broadcasters. First off, it was just a huge honor that um, Amazon would even consider us to uh, be alternate broadcasters. Of course, not main broadcasters. Al and Kurt like to make sure that they put alternate before they ever uh, announce us on air, which is fine. I mean, we know our role. What the f- uh, Thursday Night Football with Dude Perfect will take place during the first ever NFL Black Friday game on November 24th. Uh, your kids uh, into that? Or, well, they were, Dude right? Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, not that I knew. I mean, they, they're aware of them and they know some of the clips, but I don't think they're like diehard viewers. Seamus was. I don't know if he is oh, anymore, yeah. but uh, my wife and daughter were just in Dallas, which is where their headquarters were. And I was like... Because they went and saw, you know, like the the grassy knoll and that sort of stuff. Right. I was like, can you please go to the dude the perfect warehouse, yeah, <laughs> and take a picture for your son? One of those dudes just went into space, either on Blue Horizons or wow. uh, one of the other ones. Yeah, and and uh, much like Casey, um, Ben watched it. I mean, much like Seamus, Casey, uh, Ben watched it too. And so we were into it for a stretch. I'll give them this, man. Their production value is still top notch. Like I, I know that it's they do eight of those shots before one of them goes in, but they're really well produced videos. Yeah. All right, so uh, next clip. Here we go. The Hallmark movie, A Merry Scottish Christmas, Woo! has a new song by Cher and Michael Buble. 
and a royally big family secret between two estranged siblings. In this clip, Lacey Chabert talks about her love of the holidays. I am so excited about Christmas this year more than ever, and I feel like I say that every year, but every year I'm more excited because it's a time of rest, and it's a time of joyfulness, and it's a time to reflect, and the fact that we all share that as human beings is what really brings us together during the holidays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're going to be my regular Saturday night thing, baby. Oh, yeah. She ends up being my regular Saturday night thing because I, I watch the, um, so many of the Hallmark movies. She's in every uh, She's one. in like every other one. Yeah. I, I was over the weekend, so my in-laws were in town. Yeah. And and you, your is, your father-in-law and me, we get along well. This is all that he watches now. And so I saw Lacey Chabert all weekend long. Oh, yeah. Uh, Merry Scottish Christmas debuts this Friday on the Hallmark Channel, by the way. All right, there you go. That's the entertainment report for you this morning. Uh, let us take a break. We have a nice, bright sunshine. A beautiful sunrise is happening. Might be in your eyes as you're driving on the way. So we'll have Kathy guide you in a little bit. But we'll come back in a moment and get into some other things. Things. Alicia Vitarelli is stopping by to talk about the Thanksgiving parade, so stick around. We'll be back in just a moment. From the Preston and Steve Show and all of us at WMMR, thank you to each and every one who dropped off food, donated money, volunteer time or talent, vendor equipment and supplies to produce Camp Out for Hunger. All to benefit our neighbors in need. Donations can still be made at your local Acme. Tune in tomorrow morning when Preston and Steve reveal this totals. Camp Out for Hunger would not be possible without the generosity of you and our partners. Event Quip, Light Action Productions, Town Square Rentals, Pods, Moving and Storage. Bowder Audio and Courtyard Philadelphia South of the Navy Yard. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Powered in part by Beanbow Bakeries USA, Duncan, Planet Fitness, Stoffer Glove and Safety, the General Building Contractors Association, and NRG. 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. I think since uh, last week at, uh, at Cardboard cardboard Classic. Get, I know. Uh, uh, that's right? next. At, uh, at, well, there might be a couple things before then, but uh, at Camp out for hunger. Uh, we spent most of our time talking to guests and playing games and doing things like that. This kind of thing. All of these stories have built up and uh, I think we have to let them loose in form of the stream of consciousness. My mind is a raging torrent flooded with rivulets of thought <laughs> cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. Consciousness nerd. Yes. Many things have built up. I love your stream of consciousness nerd graphic that our friend, I believe his name is Michael, yes. did for us. It's a, it's a riff on Doctor Strange. Yeah. I think that's appropriate. And the multiverse of madness. Was yes. that the one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we appreciate that. All right. I'm going to start with this. Steve, you had mentioned uh, the Hallmark movies. Uh, a little while ago. Uh, we were talking about uh, Lacey Chabert. Yes. Uh, and there is uh, is a place called Bloomsy Box. Bloomsy Box. They're looking to hire a Christmas movie maven to watch oh, and rank that. 12 Hallmark holiday movies for $2,000. Yeah. I've already yeah. seen them all. Yeah. So just send me my check. I, I thought of yeah. you as soon as I heard this. <laughs> but they, but now they want you to re- to review them, Steve. All right. Uh, so the candidate will also receive hot cocoa. Cocoa! And a pair of fuzzy socks. Oh, Steve, you got to do this. Yeah, yeah, I have the fuzzy socks. I've got the cocoa. I've got about four shirts and jerseys that say, this is my Hallmark watching jersey. <laughs> 
I'm uh, in. I'm in 100%. Bloomsy Box said on its website, we've devised an ironclad rating system designed to stand up to the scrutiny of even the most steadfast of Scrooges. Uh, the ranking system includes a festivity factor predictability quotient. Oh, there you go, dude. Predictability is always 10. Uh, chemistry check and uh, tear jerker test. So oh, the one, the, 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 the predictability is what makes them work. See, not for me yeah. though. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. I that's why I can't stand them. To me, is because of the predictability. I sit there and I watch, and I'm just I'm a slave to it, and I I I check out. I do yeah. something else. I have my laptop. I put on the headphones. It's on the TV. I've I have come to the realization that that is the reality of my household. <laughs> blah blah blah. But I just can't bring myself to sit there because they are so. You can see it coming in the first five minutes. I I, t- I told you. Yeah. I was decorating the tree. This was two years ago. Uh-huh. I had gone from one movie into another and didn't know. <laughs> and so and so that to me, you know how you put on, you talk about putting on your, your PJs and they're comfortable and you know what you're going to get. Yeah. That's, that for me is is lots of holiday uh, decorations, snow, beautiful people. That's the only thing that grabs me. It's the gorgeous women. Yeah. That's Lacey that's, Chabert. That's what gets yeah. me. The the Lacey uh-huh. Chabert's and, and all the other standard, you know, uh, um, oh man. Uh, Dana. Uh, yeah. McKellar. Dana, Dana, Dana McKellar. McKellar. Yeah. Is another one of those that I that I'll go. Oh, there's a whole roster. I'll hang out for a minute yeah. or two. Yeah, uh, and there's some others that are like I, I think I know who that is. I'm not sure who she <laughs> is, uh, but yeah, that's the only reason that it grabs me. Uh, but applications are open now through December third. If, if Steve, if you want to try out out for a Bloomsy box, I could actually give them some good advice because they did one. It was a Lacey Chabert one. It was they actually made a sequel to it because they actually had a bit of sharp writing. They had neighbors being. Less than wonderful. Okay. And they had them being sort of um, funny and quirky in an annoying way. Like, you don't usually get that. Everyone's like, would you like a gingerbread cookie? Yes, totally. Uh, And so uh, I like that. And apparently other people did too because they've done a sequel. Uh, Lacey Chabert, uh, besides being pretty... Has got the cutest little lisp. The lisp. It is just, it's adorable. And mm-hmm. she's, somehow she makes it, um, like Danica McKellar. I mean, it is the most saccharine, maudlin script you'll ever hear, but uh, they make it work somehow. Yeah. Yeah. You know who's was good? Again, I'll tell you, Lindsay Lohan's Netflix Christmas yeah, movie. Yeah, I remember you. It was that. really well done. You've been going on about that for I mean, sure. what you do is take any one of these movies and automatically realize, lower your standards by 75% and then watch it. And um, then you'll appreciate it. There's a gal, and she's one of the older uh, ones who I think is super duper cute. And I think she might have been a soap opera star. Blonde. Yes. Beautiful face. Sort of very Irish looking. And and kind of, uh, she's, she, she's not, a lot of these gals are like, like super skinny, yeah, yeah. like in phenomenal shape. This gal's not. She's a little bit. She's got a little, little bit more meat on her bones. But I think she's very pretty. I wish I knew who it was. She but. was on the. She was on the Biggest Loser. No, um, she was not. Yes, she was. She Are was, you serious? She was the oh, host. Allison Sweeney. She oh, was the host. Okay. All right, I Allison thought, dude, I'm sorry. I thought you <laughs> meant. Good, I, yeah. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I thought you were referring to like my 600 pound life. <laughs> she was on my 600 pound life. No, she was the host. 
That's her. That's yeah. her. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful eyes. Yeah. Stunningly beautiful. Allison eyes. Sweeney is one of the veterans. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, and by the way, yeah. the dude has to look good too. If they mismatch them, yeah, that drives me crazy. I agree. The that dude is. has to look good. Yeah. All right. Well, anyhow, Steve, you can make two grand. Oh man, they're looking for somebody. Love to be it. A, a review of it. All right, Found we'll, money. We'll, we'll go on to something else here. <laughs> stream of consciousness, nerd. The stream of consciousness, nerd. So, Bumble has forecasted some shifts in dating trends for next year. Bumble's bounce. Uh, yeah, they do. That is right. Uh, the dating app found that 63%, excuse me, of adults say age is not a defining factor. And women are more open to dating someone younger. Oh. It's amazing when you look wow. at, on TikTok or these Instagram models, how many of them are attracted to older men with dad bods. It's almost as if they're lying mm. to get subscribers, Kathy. <laughs> 35% have become less judgmental when it comes to age gaps in relationships. What's the um? What's the formula again uh, as far as like... Angle of the dangle plus the heat of the meat equals the torque of the, the door. door. Not, not that one. That's the... <laughs> Oh, like, like minus here. the eight or whatever. Yeah, what how young you can date. Well, as what a, was that? The perfect mix is... One. What's that, Nick? Half plus one. Okay, because I uh, maybe I was thinking the wrong equation because I always heard six years difference between the man and the woman. Wait a minute, half plus one. Yeah, yeah. half of your age plus one. So if you're if you're fifty, you can date a twenty six year old. I think that's the formula that Casey was talking about. Okay, that's the one that uh, Einstein came up with. Wow, Nick, I thought there was an eight in there somewhere. I thought, <laughs> I thought so too. Uh, right? Yeah, I, I think at some point easy as half. Plus I think one. at some point that doesn't work because if you're thirty, you're dating a sixteen year old. Nick's equation, yeah, well, I guess that's true. Legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got to be a age of, uh, of a consent, legal consent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. The rule states of dividing your own age by two and then adding seven. Nick, that okay. was close. Oh, I was close. Uh, you can my, find, my though, though, though you're very industrious, you can find the socially Thanks. acceptable minimum age of anyone you want to date. So if you're a 24-year-old, you can feel free to be with anyone who is at least uh, 19. Well, there's 12 plus 7 equals 19, but not someone who is 18. Roman Polanski says half minus 6. Half minus oh six. Stop God. it. <laughs> we were, uh, Kathy and I were chatting with uh, a group of three women at camp out last week, and um, one of whom was in her 20s, and she was talking about how much she hates uh, dating apps. She's been on Bumble and Hinge, and um, she, I think, is about like 23, maybe something like that, maybe 24. She was 20, yeah. 24? Yeah, so, yeah, 23. Yeah, and 24, Steve, yeah. Um, she dated way younger. She went like 18, 19. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then did she? she? Da- yeah, yeah. And well, I asked her what her age range was, and she started like um, not younger than 18, um, but started at 18, and then went up to like 30, 31. It, person? Well, I thought you were going to start to tell the story about uh, the woman who had bruises on her forehead, but that's <laughs> a totally different story. Another time. That has nothing to do with the dating app. Um, <laughs> it has a lot to do. No, with I'm the, sure you can find it on Pornhub, and no, it wasn't from way, any kind of abuse yeah, 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 uh, no. whatsoever. Yeah, something right. else. No, no it, was, it, was, it was wanted uh, yeah. bruises on their forehead. Uh, yeah. No, what Nick was talking about—that was the tamest part of that whole conversation uh, yeah. that happened for like a few hours. That was part of that same conversation. Yeah, it was all. Yeah, there were three women, two of whom were closer in age to me, and then one who was much younger. Closer in age to me. Yeah, that's wow. right. We're very close to Kathy. <laughs> right, right. Kathy's son. So. <laughs> Uh, but you know what? I have heard and read uh, a few studies lately that that the dating apps are da- taking a little bit of a backseat. The glow is off a little yeah, bit. The yeah. halo has has been lowered on the dating apps because and, and more conventional methods. B- because there's uh, yeah, there's too much 
There's too much BS. Yeah. Uh, it, it's too much to, to go. And, 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 now, and now we're back to the real world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which eventually you'll find out there's too much BS there, too. I will liken it to anything. Once there is a massive influx of attention, you're going to get the same issues that existed before. Yeah. So yeah. people go, well, why not return to the olden day, ye oldie times? All right. So here's another stat from Bumble and their forecast for 2024 in dating. They're saying that green dating or wanting your partner to have the same values is also on the rise. 33% of users polled say that it's a turnoff if someone isn't aware of current events. Uh, one third, I haven't heard that as green dating, but I yeah. guess it's green light, I guess, you know, as opposed or green flag as opposed well, to. I just thought if someone is green. Red flags. Like a Kermit. Uh, One third believe emotional intimacy is more important than sex. And 31% of men report becoming more vulnerable. I mean, it really depends on what you're looking for. You can use a dating app to get laid. And I think that that's pretty easy if you're looking for relationships. Your balls Uh, hurt my forehead. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Stop it. It's it's being vulnerable, right? Very, very vulnerable. Lying on your back. Well, if the guy's being vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your forehead hurt my balls. <laughs> wonder if they're listening. Yeah. Yo, ever heard of jerk meat? You can text one of them. <laughs> the girl, the, the third of those three, like, I would love to have her as a guest. She was so fascinating and everything that she was talking about, but mm. I don't think there's any, I don't no, think we could ever get away with it. No, no and she also is not okay yet revealing right. her identity and telling yeah. her uh, story there, there because pro- of her profession. Exactly. Right. Yes. And the bruises on yes. the forehead. Well, anyhow, <laughs> Shan Budram of Bumble said it is exciting to see people continue to lean into self-acceptance and vulnerability (laughs) as the foundation of healthy and equitable relationships. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, It's interesting. So... My wife, I met her at work. Yeah, at work, the workplace, at least for the longest time, I think, Preston, topped the list of likely places you were going to meet someone you would get into a relationship I, with. I did it the old school way. I met my wife at a bar. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Which is yeah. A, it's a classic. Like DJ, DJ yeah. and Tub Girl come together yes. in a 1990s love story. That's yeah. how it happened right there, gang. But you were technically, you were working at that club, right? Yeah. So she was kind of a co-worker. Yeah, I was worried. Yeah, I mean, I was only there for the night. I wasn't like a regular co-worker, and she wasn't there all the time. Not enough time for Bruce Forehead. No. <laughs> I don't think it's ever happened. No, no. no. I can't even see how it would happen. Uh, oh, yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> this is our, our origin story. In the 1990s. Yeah. All right, let me see. I have another stream of consciousness nerve. The street is in. Uh, play Harvey Corman one more time. Sure. My mind is a raging torrent, flooded with rivulets of thought, cascading into a water, creative alternative. Where is each one of those? Yeah, I don't, they're I, on the same channel. Yeah, then, I, I tried to. All right. But that's why we're you can't a, beat Harvey Corbin. why we're having the audio level issues. So, <laughs> all right, so we'll go with this one. Uh, Honda is recalling nearly two hundred and fifty thousand vehicles in the U.S. because of a manufacturing defect that could cause engines to improperly run, stall, or stop while you're driving. That's uh, so, not good. Yeah, so there's a whole big list of them. Uh, the recall applies to certain 2015 to 2020 Acura TLX cars. Uh, 
Uh, 16 to 20 Acura D MDX SUVs, 17 to 19 Ridgeline pickup. Like, there's a whole bunch of them here. So, you drive a Honda, go check this out. Any chance a 2013 CRV is on there? No, it looks like you're good on that. That's a little early. That's a, that's a little, uh, yeah, early model. Is so, that you? No, that's what my son drives. Okay, all right. So Honda is Acura, um, Volkswagen, Audi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toyota's Lexus. Right. And uh, Nissan's Infiniti. Right. Yeah, you're talking about their luxury brands. Their luxury, yeah, a lot. Yeah, so a lot of these are, are just the straight-up um, uh, Hondas. Uh, so according to the company, uh, manufacturing error with the engine crankshaft uh, could cause a connection rod bearing in affected engines. To- That's why I always keep an extra crankshaft in the car. Yeah, and your rod bearings. Yeah, you yeah. got a whole basket on them. And that basket is a right. bunch of rod bearings. Did you guys like crankshaft the uh, the comic strip? I, I did, yeah, yeah. What was that one? It was just like a guy who was a bus driver, I believe. Um, I I remember that. Yeah, he, he assaulted the passengers. Yeah, that was that was his thing. Wow. Yeah, get ready to get some bruising. Uh, so yeah, they uh, uh, a manufacturing error with the engine crankshaft could cause the connecting rod bearing in affected engines to prematurely wear and seize. Let At me ask what you. point when people are talking about engines? Yeah, you just completely. Wait, that second you said <laughs> yeah the car brand. Uh, I'll tell you this. I um when, when you get a notification of some sort of recall, I always the only time I forget about it until I go in for regular service yeah. and they say, oh by the way, we have to replace this piece. So I never, I've never gotten anything where like the the the, the engine will explode. Right. Where I felt it was that pressing, where yeah. I needed to go immediately. That it couldn't wait till regular service. And usually I I go to a dealer for right. service, and if there's yeah. a recall, they'll they'll, they'll, do it. They'll, they'll handle it right there. Have you guys ever known anyone who's a gearhead who has worked on the same car for like? Eight oh, years. Oh God! Yeah. My, My neighbor. Yeah. I've never been able to figure out. And I guess maybe it's a, it's a project on the side, and you just kind of tinker with it. Yeah. And someday they'll get done. But I've known people who have been, dude. He's still working on that car eight years later. Oh, it's it's my dad. My yeah. dad has. Okay. So, what, what, what car is it? Well, he he did legitimately build from like you know nothing all the way up a, a Cobra, and he won yeah. a, a bunch of car shows with it. Um, this was when we oh, were younger. So he's good. And it was like it was a cool thing. Like you know, he would take the Cobra. Did it have the, uh, the Did it have the doorbell for signal or no? No, no, Steve. This was legit. Okay. This was a legit car. Um, and you know, it was like cool when he would pull it out and he would take us for a ride around the block and all that kind of stuff. But as the years went on, he uh, had other not so cool cars that he would work on. There's currently one that's sitting in the uh, garage, which we just talked about. I just talked to my mom about it. He he uh, moved it from their house in Levittown when they moved out of Bucks County and, and uh, you know, over to, to Montgomery County. He moved it. They moved nine years ago. Wow. What's wow. the so model? He, I have no idea. You don't know. I, right. have, I have no idea. My uh, friend's father has been working on the same car since we were in grade school. Okay, so, uh, and the plan, and here's the weird thing, is they don't have have a garage. This thing was in and is still in the basement of his house. And it's uh how? Okay, so it is yeah. one of those old cars that is um it's like English in variety and it is a constant uh convertible. Like an Come MG? On. Oh, I, it might be an MG. No, yeah. it's it's probably an Excalibur. Is it's, it a kit car? 
Mm, I don't remember. I don't, remember. I don't know. Little if it's sporty thing? Does it yeah. talk? Like a TR7? Or, I think it's one of the two that you said. Either a Triumph, a TR7, or a or an uh, MG. MG. Yeah, I my feel like it's an MG. It is still in their basement, and I don't know how close it is to being put together. But the idea so was So when that, it's finished, he's going to drive it up the steps and take it out? There's no way. He would, yeah. have, he would literally have to bust out a hole in the wall. <laughs> I, I'm like, I don't know how you're going to get this out of Why your Why are you doing yeah. that? Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, why? I I don't know. I think maybe be a centerpiece. Or make, make it into a bed, or you can drive the laundry up and down the stairs. Oh when my you're, god! Yeah, um, we had uh, somebody that my my kids are going to school with, and uh, his neighbor, and uh, he had. I remember when he bought it. He bought this old, uh, beat up, rundown, not running uh, Firebird. Yeah, from the nineteen probably late sixties or whenever they first came out. Anyhow, I saw that thing sit in his driveway for a decade. <laughs> I'm just like I'm wondering when when's that going to be finished? Someday, yeah. someday it's going to happen, but I guess not. But even the most glacial of hobbies, eventually you finish. My my uh, my neighbor and man, on Brian, he had a car that he was working on for the longest time, and at a certain point, I'm like, mm. when do you say I'm done? Mm-hmm. When when is it done? Technically, yeah. you know. I uh, always I, I wanted to do a '68 Camaro, and I in, in my mind uh, it would be it would have been a great project to do with my father-in-law, right? right. And we could you know we bond over doing this because he knows what he's doing, and I could be like, oh, here's your here's your socket wrench, yeah. old guy. Is that yeah. the uh, the one in Better Off Dead that stays yeah. on the lawn? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. But that's the one. That's the one. I, but uh, you gonna do it? No, no. This was years and years and years ago, and now I have to pay for college. So <laughs> you're on your own, old these man. These little passion projects aren't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Honda has made these recalls. There's a whole bunch of them. You're, you're going to have to look it up on your own because there's too much info here. And uh, or maybe during your commute this morning, you'll find out. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to post that along to you. All right. Uh, let's go somewhere else. Let's stream somewhere else. I think you guys will like this. Uh, this is a follow-up story. Uh, this past. Last Wednesday, it was 10 years ago when a child battling cancer transformed into the superhero Bat Kid and saved the city of San Francisco from the villains of Gotham. You guys remember this, It was made into a documentary that is wonderful. So, uh, Miles Scott is now 15 years old and living cancer-free. How cool is that? That's great. Yeah. I had, sometimes you'll see these things pop up and then never get a a follow-through on on what ended up happening years later. Uh, But apparently he's doing great. Great. So yeah, I was really I happy that. to see that. Uh, the city of San Francisco lent fire and police resources to the experience. And uh, thousands of participants turned out to make the wish complete with a cheering public crowd rooting on Miles. His little brother Clayton dressed as Robin and uh, Batman in a quest to thwart the Riddler in downtown San Francisco. Make-A-Wish Greater Bay Area saw a notable increase in requests for wishes for other children after the public display of support for Miles. So, like, that superhero thing had not been done before. No. And that they, was the first one I ever remember seeing. They gave it, obviously, legs around the country and around the world. And uh, I, I love this. Yeah. In Especially two, if you've never seen uh, the, the documentary, it's it, well worth checking The documentary is called Bat Kid Begins. Yeah. The Wish Heard Round the World. So sweet. And uh, as part of the 10-year anniversary of the event, Make-A-Wish Greater Bay Area shared an update on Miles, uh, who now lives in a small town near the Oregon border with his family. Uh, He plays high school football, enjoys driving the tractor on his family farm. Wow. He has been in remission for the past decade and sees an oncologist once a year to maintain his health. Miles said in his statement, I am doing amazing, and I would love to just say, like, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, He had no way 
of knowing how many people would be willing to support his wish that day. He said, I feel normal, but every time I think about it, it's like, wow, that actually happened. Uh, his mother, Natalie, <clears throat> excuse me, is now a volunteer with Make-A-Wish Greater Bay Area and helps fulfill wishes for children in that area. So it's amazing. I thought that was really cool, and uh, I personally did not know a follow-up to that. Uh, Make-A-Wish is obviously a national organization, and they are able to raise money uh, across the country, but locally, they are in need of some assistance, and a lot of the money that's raised locally stays locally, so uh, I've done some work with Make-A-Wish Philadelphia, and uh, their Instagram, if you're interested, is Make-A-Wish PHL, and uh, our buddy Nick Murphy is uh, shooting some of their videos, too, so they're oh, always nice. looking for um, some contributions, and they, uh, they're they great because they do so much with local organizations, especially sports organizations, to get these kids in to see things, and uh, you know, trips to Disney, it's, just, it's one thing after another. Was it's, Make-A-Wish it's, solely at its inception uh, for terminal kids? I don't remember. Yeah, because it, sure. it seems they broadened it out, and uh, I, I think it may have been initially, Steve, because that's where it began. Yeah, you yeah. know. So uh, maybe uh, they, I, I think anything you could grew. do for any kid who's sick or like this. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so here's a uh, here's a story that kind of ties into this a little bit. A New York City woman who passed away on Sunday from cancer raised enough money to erase millions of dollars in medical debt with a posthumous plea for help. So Casey McIntyre told followers in a social media message posted by her husband that she had arranged to buy the medical debt of others as a way of celebrating life. So she wrote on social media, if you're reading this, I have passed away. She said, I loved each and every one of you with my whole heart and I promise you, I knew how deeply I was loved. And she was 38 years old, by the way. Mm -hmm. And the post included a link to a fundraising campaign started through the nonprofit, which is called RIP Medical Debt. Her husband, Andrew, posted the messages on Tuesday and the campaign blew up. It went past its $20,000 goal and it raised about $140,000 within a couple of days or enough to buy around $14 million in medical debt. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Gregory said his wife had uh, good health insurance and received great care. Uh, but even so, the couple saw some terrifying charges on paperwork for her care. And he said what resonated for me and Casey is uh, there's good cancer treatment out there that people can't afford. He said, instead of dreaming of a cure for cancer, what if we could just help people who are being crushed by medical debt? Mm. Uh, so they got out and they started this campaign. RIP Medical Debt erases debt purchased from hospitals, other health care providers, and the secondary debt market. And it buys millions of dollars of debt in bundles for what it says is a fraction of the original value. Uh, the nonprofit says that every dollar donated buys about $100 in debt. And it aims to help people with lower incomes. Uh, the spokesman, uh, Daniel Lampert, said the organization has never had a campaign where someone plans uh, for it to start after their death. It's amazing. So that was a really wonderful thing to do. Uh, in, uh, you know, it's an inspiring stream of consciousness. Now. Yeah, I know. There's some inspiration today. My mind is a raging torrent flooded with rivulets of thought cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. To the next story, and this is inspiring too. Miriam Miriam Webster is well known for its litany of words in the dictionary, dictionary, but Kraft is campaigning for one specific term to receive distinct recognition. Real Kraft Mayo is pushing for the word moist to be named as Miriam Webster's word of the year. Moist, moist. Kathy's most despised word. Yes, moist. While some may draw their own interpretations of the word when they hear it, the food manufacturing giant is using the term to describe 
It's mayonnaise, which is not what it's I would not use moist. For, to describe no. mayonnaise. Yeah. I would describe it as creamy, maybe. Would you describe pudding as moist? No. No. Not at all. No. No. So moist. Again, I say no. Mm. Is defined by Merriam-Webster as slightly or moderately wet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, moisture. I'm, just, right. I'm moderately wet right now. <laughs> Or slightly wet. Oh, I'm so slightly wet. I'm just slightly wet. <laughs> Moderately moist. They're just trying to get their name in there uh, because Hellman's and uh, Duke's are like the uh, mayonnaises. This one, I would never. I'm sorry. Uh, no offense, Kraft, but uh, I am not. I'm no not, offense. No offense. <laughs> all the people at Kraft are like, you bastard. But uh, We're going to crush that son of a bitch. <laughs> would you say if we did a blind taste test of mayonnaises, you could uh, distinguish between the three? Well. Or which tastes best? So. So how are I we? I see a challenge. How are we tasting this? I mean, I do, am I doing <laughs> spoonfuls? You're of eating. No, no, you would you're not eating have to. It would be per your choice. Okay. On what it would be on, you know, <sighs> you could maybe we could maybe make three ham sandwiches yeah. or something like that. I would maybe have to go tuna fish. <sighs> You'd have to go what? Tuna I would have fish? to go like tuna. Where there's like You're a gonna go tuna nice, on your ass. <laughs> where there's a nice mayonnaise base. I will, I'll tell you this, Casey, and maybe you can agree with this, um, or you can absolutely not agree with it. I think Kraft mayonnaise tends to be sweeter. Mm. Mm. I, w- I wouldn't uh, my, even my, know. My mayonnaise of choice is Hellman's. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know because I don't know if I've ever knowingly eaten Kraft mayonnaise. Like you might have been slipped a mayonnaise Mickey? Yeah. Uh, oh, we, it's all I've, disgusting. Yeah, you, you can't do it. Are you a mayonnaise dude, Preston? Cannot. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Re- Re- Hellman's. What are you? I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't me. matter. All right. Yeah. There are a number of reasons I don't like mayonnaise: the taste, the texture, and also because Casey, a mutual friend that we have, used to dig his hand into it and use it on. Are on you himself? kidding? No. He would spank it with mayonnaise. Is it? No, he would yeah. really. Yeah, and they would find his roommates in college would find the mayonnaise container, like, and open it up to use it, and they'd see like the spank hey, marks. Oh my as, god! As, 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 wait, as a joke. Or, no, or he, he would, yes. Why mm. would mayonnaise? You have to understand this person. He's I don't want to. Demented, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, there's just like, and he would get mad if somebody would buy the low fat because it didn't work as well. <laughs> wow. By the way, would he, would he then return it for consumption? Oh, Steve, with and they would see like the scoop mark. Come on. That's insane. That's, uh-huh. a, that's, that's okay. insane. <laughs> Isn't this your jack and mail? Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, oh okay. God. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit blown away by that. So you guys see why I don't like mayonnaise now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. You have legit reason for that. All right. So of the three, quote unquote, we'll call them lubes. Which one is best to Which spank one? it with? Uh, well, you got your mayonnaise. Yeah. And I've also heard uh, talcum powder. Um, if you're a loose gripper, and it, and then what was the third one? Oh, conditioner, hair conditioner. Okay, so I a heard friend it. of mine might have anecdotal evidence that supports the talcum's theory. Yeah, I'm gonna say who, but he might be me. Okay, yeah. Mm. Uh, I tried the conditioner thing once. No. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever tried no, talcum? It, uh, per your suggestion. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Have you ever tried gypsum? This is stuff we talk about. <laughs> and you know, this is my fault. You know, I it's bros. Preston, have you ever tried, have you ever tried graphite? Yeah. Uh, I bet that would work. Yeah. I bet that would work. Or how about uh, uh, pencil shavings? I'm not a, I'm not a lube guy. No. 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 I mean, no. I, don't, I don't need no lube. Uh, you're, you're more a, a ma- uh, mustard, mayo kind yeah. of guy. No, yeah. I don't like a spicy bread. Yeah. I don't like a wet rub. I, I like a nice dry rub. <laughs> All right. you know? Wait, nothing? Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. But, but, but you have to have, you have to moisturize. Marissa and I didn't know. Yeah. Well, when there's uh, actual, never mind. Okay. We're not, what, yeah. we're, we're, talking, not we're talking about, yeah. we're talking about hey, self-pleasuring. All right, anyway. <laughs> Don't get low-fat yeah. mayo. Uh, yeah, how do we get here? Oh, craft. Craft. Yeah. yeah the, Moist. The craft Moist. of self-pleasuring. There it is. There it is. Uh, well, so, Kathy actually got us here. I, that's what I she said. Did. It's my fault. Yeah. She actually did. So I can't complain now. So the company posted on its website, Craft Real Mayo is proof. Everything is better moist. Um, <laughs> it says, <laughs> is it really? Sadly, the internet hasn't always agreed. That's why we're hacking the word of the year competition by searching moist as many times as possible to redeem this polarizing yet velvety smooth word. Help no. us by searching moist. You just said the whole reason for it not be moist. It to me is not velvety, velvet like like yeah, um, it's different. Like, uh, cake frosting is yes. is velvety. I agree. It's not moist. Yeah. So so their reasoning here is that if we search for it enough, it'll become the search most searched word of the year. Yeah. And therein tie back to the mayo itself. Yeah. Because they're, they're going to use they're going to use moist as, as part of their campaign. I think. I, I propose searching jacking it with mayonnaise. Wow. And make that. <laughs> Do that second. Uh, that's a pretty clever ad campaign. In an effort to get the word it honored, Kraft placed a gigantic six-foot replica of an empty Kraft real mayo jar outside Miriam Webster's, uh, Webster's headquarters did? in Springfield, Massachusetts. They yes. went to their headquarters with yep. this model? Yeah, they did. All right. So, um, are any craft. of you Miracle Whip folk? I'm not no, a mayo God, guy. No. Uh, no, I'm anti-Miracle Whip, but okay. I know people who love it, and uh, that's your, love it. That's I'm your not- thing. I don't despise it. All right, so you're anti-mayo, but you are pro-honey mustard. That's correct. All right, so because mayonnaise is the base there. No, it's not. No, it's honey and mustard. No, yeah. Dijonese. Yeah. <laughs> honey mustard is just honey and mustard. I make it with mayonnaise. Okay. mayonnaise. And, and, I, and I made it this past week. Wait, weekend. wait, wait, wait. So you make your own honey mustard? You're damn straight, yeah. I do. Okay. Yeah. You can buy that already made, but you prefer your, your version of it. I prefer my version of okay. it because it just seems a little bit more healthy. I get... He's a very Laura English little, type. You know, with the mayonnaise added to it. You know what I could use for health yeah, purposes? Give me some of that factory mayonnaise. So now, wait, wait, some, what? some, yeah, honey mustard. We'll put that in to give it a more creamy texture. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. Creamy, not moist. Yeah, here we go. Here's one uh, that says uh, honey mustard sauce, which might be different than straight up honey mustard. Honey, mustard, mayonnaise, vinegar, and some spices. Uh, so you I just can use make honey, mustard, and mayonnaise, and that's it. That's okay. it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, and you, you put a little a uh, little bit of ice in it. It's a wonderful little cocktail. Well, anyhow, they're trying to get moist into the uh, Insta Webster's. Yes. I, I understand, Casey, that uh, I'm hypocritical because I like um, tuna salad, I like chicken salad, so I, I have stuff with mayo in it. I just like as a condiment on a sandwich. Yeah, I don't go for mayo. Mm. All right, but I, I would be curious if you could uh, try the uh, uh, if you would if you would be able to delineate in a uh, <clears throat> in a blind taste. Should well, we do bobbing for mayonnaise? I like we could, the sound we could of that. Do that. Well, I, we did that once for uh, Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> yeah. We filled a sink full of mayonnaise. I remember that. Cinco I do, de Mayo. 
I think I could definitely tell the difference between Hellman's and whatever else you might have. I actually was making tuna fish for dinner last night, and I I was thinking if uh, I could... I, if I made my own tuna fish and then other people made tuna fish, I could definitely tell the difference between my tuna and other people's tunas. Oh, right. well, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, your, your own personal stamp. Or you put it. your own ingredients exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So maybe we could, you could put the ingredients out and then I would mix them up and you wouldn't know which one was which. There we go. Something yeah. like that. All right. Well, Let, make sure we have a Guinness representative. Yeah. Here. For another time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, that's it. Consciousness there. Yeah, I think we should wrap up, right? You mean after the pleasuring yourself of any? <laughs> it's tough to beat that, but I want to get this one more time. My mind is a raging torrent, flooded with rivulets of thought, cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. Mm, thank you very much, Harvey. All right, with that, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. We will get to the bizarre file and Alicia Vitarelli. Yes, the parade from Six ABC to talk Thanksgiving Day parade. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Looking for fun things to do this weekend? Pierre Robert's weekend calendar has you covered. Shows in town, movies to see, exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword weekend calendar at WMMR.com to get the list. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye flawless, near colorless, brilliant cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14 karat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right, it's brought to you by Pro Team Collision, your certified collision repair center. And if you get into an accident, Pro Team Collision is there for all of your auto body repair needs. So a teenager that was hired to work at a grocery store and a bagger at Kroger uh, has stolen nearly a million dollars worth of goods in the space of about two weeks. A million dollars in two weeks. Yeah, Trey Brown had only just started uh, when cops allegedly began stealing goods. A teenager from Atlanta was accused of pocketing 
$980,000 by returning non-existent items, making more than 40 fake transactions in the space of two weeks. I, I would have spread that out a bit. He then allegedly <laughs> used the money to buy clothes, guns, and cars. Uh, the false items... When your bag boy shows up in a Lamborghini? They ranged in price from $75 to $87,000. Wow. With the money then transferred to several credit cards. Hey, where'd you get that Learjet? Uh, they believe that Brown started with smaller transactions, but then got more ambitious as he continued to get away with it. Uh, he was essentially creating fake items, taking those items and returning them to a credit card that he had and just making up prices for those items. He was alleged to have splashed out on clothes, guns, shoes, and two vehicles with the cash, one of which he totaled before his arrest. Uh, cops said that a large sum of the money was returned following Brown's arrest. He was charged with theft by taking a felony under Georgia law of more than five dollars is at stake, and the punishment is a prison sentence of between one and ten years. Wow. But he did that wow. in two weeks. Alright, so for the umpteenth time, do not call the police to report that someone stole your drugs, especially <laughs> if your name is on a pair of outstanding arrest warrants. Uh, cops in Florida had to go to a Best Western. Upon arriving at the hotel, an officer spoke with Lily Rinker, who had called 911 to report a male friend she met last week, quote, stole her marijuana. <laughs> Rinker explained that she had $30 worth of pot in her grinder, but after Carlos departed from the room, Carlos, she noticed about half a gram was missing from her stash. Uh, Rinker stated that she did not know what to do, so she called the police. Uh, she had a pair of open arrest warrants in Palm Beach County. She thought outstanding meant really good. Uh, one warrant was issued after Rinker failed to show up for court hearings in connection with outstanding criminal mischief cases. The second came after she didn't appear for a probation violation hearing in connection with a DUI. Do you think uh, this is we're going to see a lot more of this as the laws start to soften Maybe. regarding marijuana? Maybe. Is uh, that le- is meth legal now? Uh, Rinker is being held without bond in the warrant. She was arrested last year for allegedly striking her father in the face during an argument as well. The little girl. Uh, a Tesla jumped a swimming pool and went barreling into the kitchen of a home in San Mateo on Friday morning. Yeah. Full on jump. Uh, the owner of the house was not home at the time, and the driver was not seriously injured in the crash. Video of the scene showed that the Tesla suffered significant front end damage. Really? Why? There was also a passenger in the car at the time of the crash. The driver and passenger, both older women, were treated for minor injuries at a nearby hospital. My uterus just fell out. The Tesla's airbags were deployed in the crash. It's not known if the Tesla it was in self-driving mode at the time of the crash. Can you program it to jump pools? Maybe. A uh, neighbor who lives next door said that two of his parked cars were hit and were standing in the driveway just minutes before he was standing in the driveway right before the crash happened. A Tesla has immediate response, you know, so it can, <laughs> launching over a pool probably isn't that difficult. Alright, um, all right, here's a terrible story. All right. Yeah, we'll All preface right. this by saying this is a horrible story, but it belongs in the bizarre file. This is in Adams County, Pennsylvania. Uh, a woman has been charged for endangering her children after authorities say they located the children's father dead in their home with rats all over his oh body. My oh, my God. God. 
Uh, Pennsylvania State Police in Gettysburg were called to investigate a death in a house outside the home officials state 35-year-old Kayla Little was waiting for officers to arrive and was able to identify the body as the father of her 9-year-old and 5-year-old children. Uh, The two were confirmed by officers to have been living in the home at the time of their father's death. After interviewing Little and entering the home, police said they found deplorable conditions including several rats seen throughout the kitchen and living room. When they entered the second floor of the home, authorities say they discovered the father's body in the bathroom with rats on top of him. Feces was also discovered on the bathroom walls. Awful, awful. The children's bedrooms were described to pol- uh, by police to be deplorable with rats being found near their doorway. If I die at home, honey, please wipe the rats off me. Oh, my yeah. God. Horrible. Now and then. Horrible. It's due to feces thrown all over the walls. Nightmare. All right, and then we'll do one more story. We need something lighter than that to wrap up with. And something more pleasant than rats eating a body. I think yeah. I think we can find something better than that. All right, how about this? Uh, Carnival Cruise Line banned a Texas mother from its entire fleet for life because she got on board with one, uh, uh, got on board one of the company's ships with a pack of CBD sleep <laughs> aid gummies in Miami. Like, this isn't even... This is, these aren't even edibles. This is CBD gummies. Yeah, that, that's very benign. Uh, Melinda Van Veldhusen, uh, a 42-year-old mom of two, said that she was treated like a criminal by, by cruise employees and police when they found a bag of the CBD sleep-tight gummies while searching her backpack. You can buy stuff on the on the ship more powerful than that. She told the news station that uh, locally in Dallas that she packed the gummies to help her get some sleep on the August trip that she had planned to take with her family to celebrate both her 21st wedding anniversary anniversary of the son or with her husband and her son's senior year of high school. Uh, she was taken into a separate area after a cruise staffer found the CBD gummies in her bag. She was then interrogated by Carnival Security and police for two and a half hours. Uh, she noted she has never even gotten a parking ticket in her life. She was blocked from boarding the ship, and her husband and sons didn't want to go on the cruise to Aruba and other locations without her. Mommy's staying. Uh, so the hemp product uh, is prohibited by Carnival Cruise Lines. So it's it's very light potency, right? Like zero, like potency. zero, right? Yeah, yeah. So she got later on. She was uh, she got a letter from Carnival after this whole thing was over, saying that she was banned from all Carnival ships for life. Wow, which just seems ridiculous. So she's pursuing an internal claim with Carnival, but has uh, threatened to sue if her situation isn't resolved appropriately. Seems a bit of an overreaction. Uh, yeah, I agree. So maybe there'll be a follow up on that. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, our next guest is ready to go, and a big day coming up for her and her uh, fellow coworkers uh, this Thursday. The Thanksgiving Day Parade, yeah, in Philadelphia, and is brought to you by Six ABC. Please. Welcome, Alicia Vitarelli. Good morning, friends. Nice to see you. I come here, and I just want to stay here all day. I love stories with uh, dead rats on dead bodies. I mean, I could do without. Okay, (laughs) that that one you can take away. Yeah. No, we're very excited about the parade. Super excited. Yeah, you know, we try not to look at the forecast, but it's looking really nice for Thursday right now. Fifties, no rain. It doesn't matter. It can snow. It just can't rain. Yeah. 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 Yes. We don't care how cold we are. That's a parade killer for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and the cold, it doesn't matter. And it sounds like it's going to be fine. But I was there the year that my son danced in one of those, uh, in one of the parades. Uh, you know, you have to go down the night before, get up super duper early, go over rehearsals and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It was frigid. But it didn't matter. 
crowd pat. It yeah. Was, it, 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 the cold doesn't really matter, but it's the rain that can kill you. So hopefully it's looking good right now. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's a beautiful day, too, because it, it, the vibes are so wonderful. It's like one big family. Everyone comes out. People have been going for decades. Right. And they have they have their spot. They make their food. They have coffee pots. And then mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it's. I say this every time we talk about this. It's my favorite day of the year. Well, you have, it is the oldest parade yes. in the country. It is also, it is my parade of choice because it's here. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I know there are other parades. I don't give a rat's head. I don't give a rat on a, <laughs> dead, uh, on a dead guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, there's just something about seeing the area, seeing people that, you know, seeing celebrities come into the area. Yeah. Uh, and you have, you know, you have a, a great roster. The performances are, are top level. They are. So it's cool. You know what's really cool is the second floor of our newsroom right now is basically like parade headquarters. Because I don't know if people realize that it isn't just that we broadcast the parade, we produce the parade right, as yeah. well. So we have all of these incredible talents, like people come in from Walt Disney World, and so all of these people, it's like the North Pole up there. It's like they're sprinkling pixie dust down down on us, down in the and newsroom. Year-round. It's a year-round. You're, you're, you're never not working what on they're it. Doing. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that until, uh, you know, we got involved directly with it, and I, and I was there and talking to a lot of people that worked at 6ABC, they were like, yes, this is, we, we put this on. Our staffers create this event yeah. and run this event. And yes, it is a year round. I mean, it's a, you're talking about the scope of it. It's it's a lot of work and yeah. a lot of moving parts and, and people have to all staff. In fact, all, people like in your sales department take on jobs that day that they normally don't do. For right? The, don't uh, you see them out yeah. there on the yeah. parade route? It's so cool. It yeah. really is. I ran into one of your sales people and I was at the like the hospitality tent. I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, I'm I'm security today. <laughs> like, really? Like, yeah. They're just making sure that people, who, only people who were supposed to be there were there, you know? Yeah. So we have, you know, obviously Santa Claus, Mrs. Claus, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse. Like, yeah, we have our, yeah. our usual celebs. The village people are coming. Again this year, yes. so which is super cool. And I talked to the Commodores, the Commodores, yes. And so William King is one of the founding members from 1968. Wow! I zoomed with him uh, like last week about coming in, and he said, "Well, we we're going to do a medley of our greatest hits." And we were kind of like, "Do we do Brick House because it's Thanksgiving? Is this a holiday song?" And <laughs> yeah. it's, it's Philly. We, we have to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you don't everyone drop lives. That beat, we're going to yeah. be disappointed. And everyone lives in Brick Houses anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, you have Mark Consuelos. Yeah. Ryan Seacrest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly Ripa. I know. Well, she's our girl. girl. Yeah. yeah. Kelly Ripa is yeah. one of the kindest, coolest. And some guy we've never heard of, John DeBella. Is he? <laughs> is it? Yeah. Uh, that's cool. John's going to be a part of He's so yeah. awesome. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Big year for him, too. Yeah. Exciting, yeah. Yeah. you know, with the Walk of Fame. So is he going to be on a float, or uh, do you know? I think he's going to be hanging with Rick and Cecily in okay. the booth. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, you know who's going to be on a float? He might get a float. I don't know. I am going to be broadcasting from a <laughs> float. Really? Okay. I'm I'm on a float. Have you done that before? Nope. Oh, good for you. They right. usually have you walking like nine miles up and down the side, right? Uh, yeah. What? Of the, you, you, uh, the parade. You're not. They don't have you on a oh. float. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm on a float. Yeah, yeah. So Adam and I usually broadcast together, but this year we're we're in separate locations. So I oh. am going to be broadcasting from the top <clears throat> of the SS Duncan Riverboat <laughs> Float. Oh yes, yeah. SS okay. Duncan. River boat float. Don't I need a captain's hat? I yeah. said, and then and then I should see if the village people need like a like a cruise boat person, right? So, and to fill right? in their, their just, cast. I'm just feeling. I'm feeling like it could be a whole thing. Does the float have a, a constant supply of coffee? 
Because I mean, it is Dunkin'. It better, right? Donuts. And, and munchkins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and Omar Cardona from The Voice will be on my float performing. And members of my 6ABC family, um, you know, current employees, but then also we're bringing back some of our friends. You're going to so, sing a song yourself anyway? Something I mean, for Prince? What kind of, <laughs> listen, I, it would Little be one of those things where they'd be like, okay, let's go to break. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it'll be cool. So, yeah, so it's like a mobile mobile broadcasting like oh, on, on wheels. I love awesome. it. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Are you guys, are you throwing things out into the crowd or do they, uh, is that not part of the parade? I mean, I, I think we should get one of those shooter things. Like, you know, with the, yeah, with the, the, when the fanatic shows yeah. up. The, yeah, t-shirt like, cannons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, a munchkin gun. Yeah. How great would that be? Gun. We have oh. a chili cannon if you want to yeah. use yeah. Oh, my we, God. No, we also have a T-shirt cannon, too. Yeah. yeah. That we just don't use as much as we should. I should get extra turkey hats. So, you know, those little turkey hats that yes. they bring and then just toss those out. Yeah, so, I love that. It's, it's fun. We have, uh, it's it's just, it's such a beautiful day. It, you know, it really is. No matter, I mean, honestly, just as long as it doesn't rain. But we want those floats up there. Yeah. You know, we, we want the big balloons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's all there. It's, it's as a top flight a parade as you're going to get. And I love when you talk to people who are there. Who have made it a family tradition? Who have their particular where they have their particular spot or whatever? That's yeah. that to me is one of the best parts of the whole thing. Adam was once there for a proposal, right? Uh. And, and we we had it on the air, and I think it was like ten years ago. And oh so now they bring their kids, and you know, I, I I held a baby on my first parade like eleven years ago, and she's <laughs> she's she's like in the fourth grade. Maybe oh, this man. is the year you deliver a baby on the oh, parade. Man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, and you know who else is coming? Carson Cressley. Oh yeah, yeah. we and had you him. You guys out. just hung out with him. He's yep. great. He's awesome. Isn't he fun? He's fun and funny, and he 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 loves this area, and he yeah. loves this parade. He gets very very stoked for it. He calls it Twerky Day. <laughs> twerky. <laughs> Day. Uh, so the pre-show starts at eight thirty. Uh, you'll be a part of that as well, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then the whole thing starts at nine. So it says here that it starts at twentieth and JFK, which is great because, like, Marissa lives right around the corner. I bet she's got a great view, absolutely, from her balcony to watch the whole thing. And it heads down Sixteenth Street and goes to Ben Franklin Parkway. Uh, turns left on the Parkway, and uh, after it gets to the museum, is that it? Is it? Is it kind of going to a right? Okay. Yeah. So it's like once it gets to the art museum steps the performers will get off and and do their thing and then and then it moves off it's a great it's a great place to have it that whole area up front there is just wonderful Oh, uh, you have a hat for me? Oh, wait. I don't know. Oh, you would ask for. That's yeah, actually so. a pirate it's a hat. It's a pirate I think. hat. Yeah. But that's fine. I mean, I'm, I think on a. Close on enough, a, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe I just go go villain. Yeah. I'm, yeah. The, right? captain. I'm the captain now. Right. Okay. <laughs> that's perfect. We're going to hand her. It's, it's a three cornered hat. Actually, it works yeah. for you. And it fits on the, You're wearing it a little high. On the headphones perfectly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. It's perfect. It's terrific. I'll see how my posture holds You guys have a. So, in anticipation of this, because. The, the night that my or the day that my son was in this, I, I got to go to your pre party the night before mm-hmm. at the hotel. Yeah, like it was a it was a big deal. Is yeah. it a rager? Yeah, live music and and uh, the food was fantastic, and everybody is in a partying mood. Disney royalty goes up to that too. So <laughs> oh, usually, really? Usually Mickey will make an appearance. Oh, yeah. So so I mean, a lot of you guys have worked so hard all year long on nice. it. Wanna, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you wake them. You, you party big the night before, and you wake up early. Are you a little ding? 
dinged up by the time you arrive. I mean, it is an early call. Yeah. So you know how they, you get those like those little gel eye eye patch things. Yeah, yeah. You know, just throw a few of those, those on. on. <laughs> yeah, you know, like pray hard for the concealer and the coffee. Yeah. And... Just tuck your tuck your your hair back under your pirate hat, and it'll pull everything up. Yeah. So That's yeah. It. Yeah. So Alicia, the the pre show begins at eight thirty. What time does it usually wrap up on six ABC on TV? Well, so on TV it wraps up at noon. It goes straight. It goes right into our twelve o'clock okay. newscast. Well, you know, it's the, great. The, the 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 final act. The, the he himself, the man, makes the appearance. That's what wraps it up. And oh, yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Claus, and also like some of the balloons they have. I'm reading this year. Uh, Hermie the Elf, which is awesome. Smurfette. Um, he wants to be a dentist. I think he does yep. want yeah, to be a dentist. I want to be a dentist. <laughs> uh, what else we have here? Mr. Potato Head. I want to be a potato. Horton the <laughs> Elephant. Uh, the Bumble. Ah, the we're bubble. just talking about bubbles, bubbles bounce, which is awesome. So it's it's a big deal. It's fantastic. If you've never had a chance to go there and see it in person for yourself, it's really a cool experience. You, you can try to be cynical or that's yeah, just a break. No, it's it's a blast. It's it's a lot of fun watching it. It has to be a a, a tradition. So yep. we're thrilled. And yep. if you're cooking, just turn you know turn yeah. us on and hang out with us. Let yeah. it roll. Excellent. All and right. if you're not cooking, just turn it on. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or if you're getting ready to go eat turkey <laughs> somewhere else, uh-huh. good for I you. Just, I don't. I I don't actually like to cook. <laughs> and right. in an hour and a half, we're on the air live for Action News at 10 a.m., which yeah, is so fun. Do you like doing the new extended uh, awesome. program? We love yes. it. Yes. It's, it's like, it's, I, well, I was going to say Charlie's Angels, but that would sound demeaning. But you have all these, all the women are handling this wonderful show, and there's a lot of energy. It's very good. Yeah, we're really, we're loving yeah. it. It's um, it's good because we get to, I don't know, we can breathe a little bit with the things that we're talking about. Cool. I was listening to some of your bizarre files to see if we might want to pull any of those, <laughs> any of those stories. Yeah, but rat, I was like, you know, yeah, I'm not Dead sure. I'm not to sure guys. today. Hey, guys. I have a great story about a corpse that was devoured by a rat. <laughs> we usually like to keep it a little light, per- a little yeah, perky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got it. All right, 8.30 on Thursday morning. Make sure you check out the parade and first time ever, Alicia Vitarelli on the move, on a float. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Awesome. Thank you for this pirate hat. <laughs> Our pleasure. I'll work on a hook. <laughs> it is great to see you, Alicia. <laughs> I love you guys. All right, 6 ABC's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Do not miss it. We are going to take a break. We'll come back in just a second. Hang on. Greetings, good citizens. With Thanksgiving upon us, the thing I most look forward to is the traditions. Be it family, friends, food, and perhaps a beverage or two. And another tradition I really enjoy is connecting with MMR listeners during my annual Welcome Home broadcast on Thanksgiving Day. So this Thursday, starting at 10 a.m., Pierre Standard Top. Join me live on the air or on the MMR app wherever you are, and I'll be taking requests, dedications, and holiday wishes for the MMR family coming together on Thanksgiving Day. And yes, I will serve up the traditional Alice's Restaurant at 10 a.m., noon, and a Pierre vinyl cut version at 2 p.m. So let's stuff our ears with great music and cheer before you stuff your face. And happy Thanksgiving from 93.3 WMMR. We have an announcement Uh to make. Ladies and gentlemen, you voted for Preston and Steve's Dorm Decor TikTok Tour, which presented by our good friends at College Ave Student Loans, and you let us know who you thought should win. And I am here to make that announcement, reveal that name. So we are excited to award our prize to the entrant with the most votes, and that is Jade Mikulowski. Town, Pennsylvania. Love it. A freshman at Junietta College in Huntington, Pennsylvania. She is studying environmental engineering, and she gets a $1,000 prize awesome. from... 
college ab students loan a better way to pay for college. And her room, described as eclectic but clean, just like her personality. Mm. Uh, it's an aesthetic of her room, it, the outdoors. That's the aesthetic of her room. Uh, her walls are plastered with pictures of her family and friends and nature-themed art. Her favorite piece is her sticker-covered fridge. <laughs> and for showing it off and for getting the votes, we're giving her a grand. Yeah! $1,000. So congratulations to you. Jade Mikalowski, who is from uh, Levtown, you Mexico know, gal. Checking out these submissions, I, I'm so nosy. I always want to look into people's houses and rooms and I stuff know. like that. So this really feeds into that. Yep, most definitely. If you haven't seen the videos yet, they're on PrestonSteve.com. So congratulations. And thank you, by the way, to College Ab student, loan, student Loans. We met those. They're really super cool. Yeah, at uh, the Sixers game. Folks, we yeah. went to, to ring the bell. It was awesome. So congratulations. And uh, take a look when you get a chance. Uh, so with Thanksgiving uh, this week, um, there was a story that I read this morning, and you'll hear this from time to time, but airlines are anticipating record travel demand. Uh, the TSA is expecting to screen a historic 30 million passengers uh, from, let's see, what's today's date? Today's the 20th. So it already started on the 17th. So 30 million passengers between now and November 28th. Uh, after Thanksgiving is predicted to be the busiest day, the third Thursday, or I'm sorry, the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So the, the do you, the wealth of people, the predominant amount of people that you know who are traveling for the holidays, most travel on Wednesday, obviously, right? I would think so. Right. Yeah. So so then, uh, do, do a lot of people you think take the the full week off? My parents are driving tomorrow. Okay. Um, they're going down to Southern Virginia, and Steve, the reason they're doing it is that they just anticipate a little bit less traffic on uh, this terrible stretch of road that is I-81 yeah. between uh, Pennsylvania and Southern Virginia. So they feel like, you know, maybe save an hour dealing with traffic or whatever. Yeah. I'm doing the same drive, but I'm doing it on a Wednesday afternoon. And I know there'll be stretches that suck, but whatever. You're not you just doing serve- a train this year? Uh, you can't really do a train to Stanton. You, okay. It's, uh, the Stanton is this little town where my, my brother lives. You can do a train to Charlottesville, but uh, the drive, Casey's just inevitably saves you time. Mm. Thanksgiving in particular poses a test for the aviation industry in handling holiday travel amid challenges like uh, shortage of air traffic controllers. Uh, carriers, including Southwest Airlines, are preparing for weather-related disruptions, uh, investigating in de-icing capabilities and improved technology to avoid the costly flight cancellations experienced in the previous years. No, there were some bad ones. No better for us with our private jets. It's still an issue. I yeah. know. Sometimes. You know? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. Well, they don't matter. clean those things they don't sometimes clean. properly. What is this? Yes. <laughs> what did I say about the champagne buckets? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the way, travelers flying to Seattle at uh, their international airport, they have the longest wait time. Really? Uh, an average, an average waited 31.6 mi- uh, minutes uh, as they went through customs and immigration. Um, that's so, so that's international. Okay. Uh, Miami International Airport and Austin Bergstrom were not far behind. Huh? Oh, that's in Austin, Texas. Uh, uh, if you are flying to John Wayne Airport, you only wait about 4.6 minutes. I want to thank all of you for flying John Wayne Airport. I know you had a number of choices this afternoon, and uh, I'm sure glad you chose us. Any other option would be goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> so, 4.6 minutes, that's not bad, John. You saved your ass 4.6 minutes. Yeah. 36 minutes, that's goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> 
I hear that it's really quiet if you go over to England to celebrate Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. It would be a little more quiet. Yeah. <laughs> or Canada. Canada. Yeah. When do, do they have? They uh, do. They do have yeah, Thanksgiving. I think it happened already. Yeah. Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they jumped in ahead of us on purpose. Um, yeah, I don't know why they do it on a different day than we do. I mean, it's, it's North it's America. Totally yeah, they can do yeah. whatever the hell they want. It's yeah. totally different, yeah. It was October yeah, but 9th. different kind of bacon. It was October 9th? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. What is part oh, of yeah. the Canadian traditional Thanksgiving meal? Moose. No. Yeah. Uh, why don't oh, that's good. By the way, I yeah. saw a video over the weekend. While you're looking that up, if somebody will look that up. Why please. don't you forget um, the moose? I saw a video for a moment. in Alaska to... Bull moose. Oh man! In a woman's fenced-in backyard, having a fight. Oh, wow! And yeah. they destroyed. I want to fight you. Everything. They're yeah. amazing. It was. She's videoing it at night. You can hear her on the phone with the police, and then they take a video the next day. Oh, I mean, like, the stairs were destroyed. The fence was oh, everything. Oh, was they're massive. They're just massive. Moose. Dog to moose. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, they, they're, they're, they are, they're unbelievably powerful, too. Their meal is uh, very much like ours. Okay. Moose? Turkey? Uh, yeah, turkey, roast beef, ham, stuffing, mashed potatoes. Moose okay. stuck Sweet potatoes, cranberry sauce, ham. all of it. Okay. I don't, I'm not a big ham guy for the holidays. No, ham is a, oh, for like me, it. it is a Easter. Easter. Yeah. Do you, do you like, uh, like honey-glazed? Uh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I, I, like down in, uh, in Texas... Um, the the honey glazed ham is huge. So there's they have all the. I mean, there are lines. You'll see these various places that sell it that are. Mm. I don't know why Texas, but that's what they love. I also hear the the stars at night are big and bright, deep in the heart of Texas. Yes, that's where you want to go. Yeah. Um. By the way, so going back to the traveling, I, I saw this other article that is about should you find yourself having to stay overnight at an airport. I have done this a number of times. The question posed in this particular article is, am I allowed to sleep on the airport floor? And I oh, know. okay. Yeah, the short answer is yes. Most airports are okay with passengers catching a few Zs in the terminal. Some will even bring out a cot and blanket for displaced travelers. Now, I've never seen that before. That's, I guarantee you that's in Europe. In Europe, you yeah. think so? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I was stuck for hours um, in Europe, and they were way more accommodating than anywhere I've ever traveled in the United States. Okay. So, Dwight? Oh, go ahead. No, where we were had no, um, there were no restaurants. There was like, oh, nothing you could do. That they, sucks. So, they went, I don't know, I guess they went to a different terminal, and they ended up bringing, like, trays out of Was food. that in Ireland? Uh, yeah, it was at the okay. Shannon Airport. It yeah. was awful. Um, and we were there for a long time, and uh, I didn't see anybody, um, you know, pulling out cots or anything like that. But you don't my, have any food or anything, but they got a cot for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the, any sort of amenities, I mean, you know, it's, you're not there because of your fault. Yeah. Years ago, my buddy and I had a really long layover in Atlanta. We were flying from Miami to Philadelphia, and there was like a four, I, I would say at least a four-hour layover in Atlanta, and we just played hide-and-go-seek, and it was, yeah. and we had a great time doing it because we were just, just killing time, and it was like, all right, you get uh, the entire sea terminal, and I'll give you five minutes to hide, find a hiding spot. How long ago was this? This was probably... Pre-9-11? 15 years ago. No, oh, no, it was oh, post land. Oh, really? Oh, was this with your kids? No, it was me and my friend. <laughs> <laughs> me and my adult friend. You and your adult yeah. friend. So my I buddy did Mike. Yeah. almost like full overnight, you know, twice at Chicago O'Hare. 
Really? Yeah. So what did, you, times, what, what did you do? Where uh, did you Where did you sleep? Lay down on the friggin' floor. On the floor. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. With my bag behind my head. So, yeah, uh, according to this article that I read, um, no one should ever have to spend the night in an airport terminal ever, is what they say. Um, airlines should offer a hotel room to passengers in case of a long delay. Under their contract of carriage, the legal agreement between them and their customers, uh, they are sometimes required to provide overnight accommodations if your flight is canceled or delayed. Mm. But they say that you should kind of, you got to push for that. Yeah, I did not. They offered me the opportunity to sleep on the tarmac. And I turned that down. Um, hang on a second here. We have uh, Andre on the line. Hi, Andre. Good morning. Good morning, fellas. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Good, man. Well, um, I did see the cots. Uh, actually, saw them at, at um, Newark and at Philly. And I'm sorry, Philly and LaGuardia um, and uh, Kennedy. Uh, so at those airports, they offered you uh, or you saw people taking advantage of cots? Yeah, they had carts full of cots. Oh, literally cart cots. All right, so that must have been like a full, you know, <laughs> flight cancellation. No, no. As a matter of fact, there, there, oh. there's just a, the, there was a lot of delays, not cancellations, huh? delays, and the hotel bit. They don't consider that for delays. Only if you have a cancellation. All right, so. Um, I'll- of, if it's delay, it delays more than four hours, then they'll they'll give you an overnight stay somewhere. Right. You know, any any gesture like that, uh, Andre, or just in general, people are going to be. You don't have to do a lot to make people happy. Yeah. You know, right. just yeah. to show that you're giving uh, a rat's ass, as they yeah. say. What's yeah. the longest? Yeah. Thanks, Scheduled. Andre. Appreciate it, buddy. Scheduled layover you guys have ever had, like where you knew you were going to be in the airport for an extended eight period hours. Of time. Wow. I think I was like nine or ten, Steve. Whoa. It was was, uh, going to Africa. And so it was. I flew from Dulles to Amsterdam and then Amsterdam to Tanzania. And the the scheduled layover we knew was just going to be a really ass, a really long time, really long ass time. Not a really ass long (laughs) time. Really ass long time. (laughs) Yeah, really long ass time. You guys have very good ass here. uh, Well, in Amsterdam, they do. And they also have like an area where you can go to sleep. And it's uh, like, you don't have to pay. It's just this area where it's dark and it's quiet. Mm. And. it helped pass the time for a few hours. My wife had a similar situation and said exactly the same thing, that they, 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 they know that these delays are going to occur, so they accommodate it. Yeah. I was domestic when that happened. Yeah, I think the, the longest, and it was a scheduled delay. It was, uh, you know, I think we were flying um, to Hawaii. So you get out to Los Angeles, and there's like a th- it was like a three-hour delay or something like that, which actually is not that bad because if for some reason there's a delay in your initial flight getting in there and yeah. you miss your connecting flight, yeah. then that's worse than having to wait around for three hours. And that Amsterdam uh, flight, we, we we considered leaving the airport because you had so much time to go and then come back and you could go you know see the city or whatever, but it just turned out to be like, I was afraid if I left the airport that I wouldn't get back in in time or whatever. Yeah. You should have played hide-and-go-seek. Yes, I should have invited Casey. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so if you do, if you can sleep on the floor, the question is, should you? Etiquette consultant. Only Jody, face down. Jody R.R. R. Smith says it's fine uh, to sit on the floor and even sleep on the floor at an airport. She recommends dressing in layers and bringing a hat so you don't have to contact the ground. Also, mm-hmm. talk to your fellow passengers stuck overnight to make the best of a difficult situation. She said, be polite to the airport and airline staff and be kind to others. That's because passengers are less understanding when it comes to sleeping on the airport floor. A recent poll by Kayak Kayak, Kayak, 
found that uh, 60% of travelers disapproved of sitting on the floor and 75% thought sleeping was off limits. Brushing your teeth in a public restroom is okay, but shaving is a no-no, apparently. Have you ever shampooed in a, an airport toilet? No. Yeah. Is that an uh, experience? Yeah. It's okay. okay. It's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I probably have missed out on a ton of stuff I could have pushed for and not realized it was yeah. available for me. So here's part of that. Like, um, this says you may not have to sleep on the floor after all. Megan Mahoney was recently flying back home from Paris when her flight was delayed. And she said no one uh, knew how long it would be. Uh, she had paid for a sleeping pod with a bed, desk, and chair, and noise cancellation system. Said it was totally private, so I could nap in comfort or work, and since I was still at the airport, I could regularly check flight status. So they have one at uh, the Philly airport. I've walked by. It's, it's in the eight. It's between the A and B terminals. Um, and it's a little spot where they have these pods you can go into and rent it. Yeah. It's, it's out of the way. Unless you're going down that hallway, you never even know. Now, I don't know if there are any others what in the think? entire airport or not. I didn't go inside oh, and check oh, it oh. out, uh, but it looks pretty cool. And I, I didn't look at the prices either. I, I would imagine it's kind of expensive. If you're if you're able to fly, uh, if you're doing something and it's something you're doing once a year or and you can fly business and get access to, you know, the uh, like the Admiral Club or whatever. Yeah. They, yes. they will let you, you know, they, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of times they'll have amenities for you to stay for many hours. Well, and they suggest that as well. It says, um, lean on your airline for help. It said, uh, don't let your airline off the hook during an extended delay. Ask for a lounge pass and free vouchers for food and beverages. It says, yeah. lounges can be excellent places to sleep. The best international airlines even have rooms where customers can catch a few hours of sleep uh, before their flight. I've only been in one of those lounges like maybe once or twice. And it's it's cool. It's yes. Nice if, if you have that. Uh, if you have that. Now, Casey turned me on to something years ago when we traveled a few times, we took a couple of golf trips together, and that is if you've got, you know, an hour or so once you get through security, if you've gotten there in advance and you know when your flight is taking off, is go get a massage. Yeah. A, massa- a massage. Because yeah. they have those spots. They do. And you can usually What do they them. run? Uh, they're more standard expensive. Uh, I think they're, well, are they? I think they're standard, yeah. Okay. Like, Case usually gets foot massage. Yeah, ah, yeah that's I'm what a he foot goes F for. And master. Yeah, do they be tickling? Yeah, I don't be tickling or nothing. Okay, nothing, man. He's <laughs> got his own technique and everything. <laughs> uh, what were you going to say, Nick? Oh, um, this is something I don't have, but Pierre does, which is an American Express card. And if you have an American yeah. Express card, I believe you get access to their lounge in every airport around the country, and it's called the Centurion Lounge. Really? Yeah. And uh, so, if you have an, an Amex card, I believe, and I forget the levels or whatever, it's one of those uh, cards. That I think it's, it's like a hundred bucks. Gladiator and Emperor. No, I, well, there's like gold and platinum and whatever else, right? Uh, yes. And, and I don't know what the different levels are, Stephen, or what they cost. However, if you have one, uh, you and everyone in your family that uses that account can go to these Centurion lounges. I've looked at that American... I, I keep flirting with that notion of having the American Express card because so many people who travel and do a lot of traveling say that it is really invaluable. I don't do a lot of traveling. Right. Yeah, but your wife does. She does. She she, probably, she's all set. She, yeah, she's probably got, would benefit from it. Um, my brother gets like uh, almost like a travel coordinator through American Express. Really? So, so anytime, yeah, they like will book his hotel for him. They'll book his flights for oh. him, and it's all. Is it easy to use? Or because a lot of times there's such a morass of crap involved. He in those says things. he yeah. uses it 
all the time. Now, really? My brother is very much like, here's what I want to do. I don't want to have anything to do with it. Book it and call me when it's all done. Yeah. So I think he uses it to, you know, the full amount. But yeah, he says that they, they book it for him. This is through who? Through American Express. American Express. Yeah. Right. They're, 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 um, they're the traveler's credit card. That's the way right. they, they pitch themselves most yeah. often. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't leave home without it. Right. I got stuck in the Denver airport, and um, uh, and I was traveling with somebody who had the uh, an American Express card, and we went to that lounge, and it, it, Steve, it was like one of those things that were, there was several delays, so it ended up being like a six and a half hour, seven hour delay and layover, but we spent that whole time in the Centurion Lounge, and it made the time fly by. Mm-hmm. But their, their annual fee is much more than a lot of the other credit cards, and That's I think because saying. they- it's like 600 bucks a year, right? They ha- I, I'm not sure. Do you know exactly what it is, Nick? Nope. It's like a billion. I, for, I don't know. It's like a billion? But I remember when really? I was looking through credit cards, like a I did billion. a lot okay. of research, and they were, you know, if you're going to use it, then it's worth it. But uh, that price tag kind of, I was like, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll reuse really? this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. It sounds like you need a lot of help. Will you? Yeah, the way you're just saying, will you? <laughs> will you? And is that a destination? Ding, ding. Okay, you want me to call you when your flight's ready? <laughs> yeah. Who are you flying with? My daughters. Okay. All right. We're just going to have you preload so the other passengers don't have to see you. Probably a good idea. Unbelievable. Um, the different levels of, of cost are MX Gold is 250 a year and the Platinum is $695. Um, wow. And I don't know which of those gets you the Centurion Lounge. I'm I'm gonna, s- well, I don't know. They, they, it, when you need, it's one of those things where you're there. And you, you always find yourself going, I should have. I should have. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. for this one time alone. Right. Uh, let me let me go to Gil. Should have played hide and go seek. Hi, Gil. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's up, man? Uh, not too much. I uh, just want to call in because I had a pretty long delay coming back from Hawaii for my uh, um, honeymoon. Uh-huh. Um, apparently, a, a part on the plane had broken. And it was something small. It was like a, like an indicator light or something. But they weren't allowed to fly over the ocean without it. Okay. So they actually had to fly uh, a part in from like mainline, uh, like from California. Um, so the delay wound up being about ten hours. Wow. And then by the time we actually got to our connecting flight in LA, um, we had missed our connecting flight, so it was like another three hours. Um, and then, uh, but this whole time they kept coming around and they were giving us, uh, food vouchers, like $20 food vouchers. 20 bucks. So by the time we got onto our, uh, actual connecting flight to come back to Philly, uh, my wife was like three aisles away from me and she was basically just vomiting herself to sleep. Oh. So the, uh, the drink cart guy came around. It's like midnight. I have five o'clock stubble. I have like red eyes back under my eyes. And he says, can I get you anything to drink? And I said, can I have $80 in food vouchers worth of bourbon? <laughs> and he must have took, like, one look at me. He's like, yeah, okay, I can do that. Oh, so, 80 bucks worth of bourbon? Yeah, I mean, it was only, like, four. It's like, about six drinks bottles. on the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, Jeez. hey, man, it, it worked. It got, sure. you got you through. All right, Dude, interesting. I, you got to ask. It's so miserable. Thanks, Gil. It does, yeah. It's so when, miserable. Just that, that whole traveling 
weight thing is difficult. Uh, by the way, so here's somebody that recommends um, surviving a long delay. Uh, it, the trick is having everything you need. If there's a delay, your airline may be unable to access your checked bag. Uh, so according to this particular uh, survival instructor, according to travel survival instructor, said, always bring an ultralight backpacking mattress that compresses to the size of a small bottle. What, 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 what no. the hell are they talking about? I bring what? my sleep number mattress. Uh, Shannon Wilburn has a short list of things she always packs in her overnight bag, and that includes all of her toiletries and prescription medications. Never check those. Yeah. As well as her headset and computer. And she also carries a small blanket, pillow, and charger. She said, I've slept on the airport floor before. No dildo? No dildo. Oh, Don't bring that. Oh, um, yeah. I always... That goes in the oversized. Uh... <laughs> what, are you going skiing? No, no, that's my dildo. <laughs> oh my I was going to say, uh, yeah, I always have like my things that no matter where I'm going, if I'm checking, I'm not checking, will go with me. Either, you know, my carry on oh, yeah. or my purse or, or whatever. And, yeah. you know, it is all of the toiletries if you have small enough. Um, but I'll never pack my jewelry. I always carry that even yes. if I'm not and electronics. Like if you have an expensive camera or whatever, or anything like that. Yeah. Also something. That can be your entertainment if you're forced. Oh yeah, to be there. And yeah. then my my contacts and my glasses I always carry on me because because you can't see without your glasses. Well, seriously, if if my contacts didn't make it where I was going, it would be the end of the world for me. Um, I can't the, see without his glasses. You'll you'll carry your uh, your medications with you on, or do you pack those? Uh, I mean, I don't carry many, but I, no, I guess so. like I if I bring vitamins with me, I'll I'll pack those. Okay. Uh, by the way, real but if quick, if you have if you have a medication you need to take every right. day, then yeah, you should. And not in your Don't luggage. Pack it. Yeah, Don't that's uh, a good check point. it. Yeah. Uh, Rick has that Amex card. Uh, hi, Rick. Good morning. Hey, that's uh, Disco Rick to you guys. Disco Rick. Oh, hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. so I got that the Amex Platinum card uh, recently, and I was I flew out of Newark a few months ago, and I checked out the lounge, and I was in there kind of creeping around. I'm, I'm a trash person. I'm you know wearing sweatpants, and I see this guy wearing a suit. He gets, goes into this fridge and brings out. He pulls out a beer and doesn't pay for it, and you can see me looking at him, and he's like, "Yeah, you go ahead. You can get a beer. You can. Everything's free. There's food. There's beer. It's it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I felt like I was stealing." And so, Rick, is it is it most uh, major airports that have one of these? I, I, I don't fly that often, so I don't know. But I mean, Newark had one. Uh, Philly has one. So wow. that is the key. That would be the key, Rick. How many airports have American Express? Yeah. Most major airports. Centurion lounges. No now, kidding. Yeah, that's why it's worth it. How much does it cost you a year? Uh, it's like 700 bucks. Yeah. Well, there you go. But, I mean, if you're flying a lot and you, you have that, though, you stop and think about it. If you go to an airport and you, you pick up some food or you're waiting, you could burn through 700 bucks quite quickly. Pretty quick, especially at airport prices. It's, it's airport prices. Without question. So, in the long run, hmm. uh, that might be better. But okay. it's always a question. Of, for example, when we were flying... Uh, for our summer vacation, flying in summer vacation. Oh, that was Disco Rick. Sorry, I was waiting on that for Disco Rick. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Kids. Um, <laughs> but uh, so the um, we were flying Lufthansa, and I guess Lufthansa is part of that Constellation Collective with other uh, airlines. Mm-hmm. So their lounge was closed, but we used United Airlines. Oh. So, uh, but. Th- the, the trick is knowing which ones, which airports have those, yeah. and and a lot of times, Preston, the bitch is. So you're you're at one, your gate is here, 
in the airport, and the lounge is nine miles across. Yeah. It's like, I'll just stay here. Yeah, that's why I was wondering about the pods at, at yeah. Philly International, because I only know the one between A and B, and if you're in the, like, you're in the E or F terminal, yeah. it's a long haul. Get a get nice rest so I can run at a full clip to my flight. But um, I'm intrigued by that yeah. Centurion Club thing. That's kind of interesting. Okay. Those who are about to die salute you. Well, um, it's, uh, it's going to be hairy this week, and people are already uh, feeling it as far as uh, delays and so on. I haven't seen any stories about, you know, colossal mess-ups yet, but probably... Uh, you know, Wednesday is going to be the big uh, travel day, and then, sun- and then Sunday as well as another one. So just a heads up, they're expecting uh, super long tie-ups this time around. All right, so a little bit of uh, information, hopefully, that you can use to pass along. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment or two, so make sure that you stay with us, because we will not be gone long, my friend. Stay put. What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com, your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com, where FOMO goes to die. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Is it difficult to not have thundering applause, yeah, applause when you're afterwards. done with uh, traffic yeah, these days? Weird. Yeah, I would imagine. It's so weird. I don't know how that started. It's yeah. bizarre. I can do it anytime you want. <laughs> Thank you. Camp out for hunger. <laughs> By the way, I got this uh, handwritten letter. Nice. Uh, it says on the envelope, uh, and this, er, and keep in mind, I read that I got this like last Wednesday. Preston and Steve, could you please read this around 7 a.m. Friday? Oh, boy. Thank you again for all you do. No, it was too crazy. Um, so, but I did want to read this. It says, hey, Preston Z, just wanted to take a moment to say thank you uh, for all of what you do for the city. The Camp Out for Hunger has always been my favorite. Uh, we worked really hard this year to bring food and water to your Camp Out for Hunger. We uh, more than tripled the weight than last year and hope to continue to get more each year. Just wanted to say thank you to the 369 Law Enforcement Motorcycle Club and Penske truck leasing for everything that was collected. He says, thank you. That is from Robert Marshall, a.k.a. Dancer. 
Uh, so these those guys, are the guys who came in by the evening, yeah, right? Yeah, we were hanging out. We were hanging out with them uh, out back and uh, took some pictures and stuff. So they dropped off this note. So uh, our pleasure and thank you uh, for, you know, and that's what people try to do. They, they try to beat their own personal records yeah. you know, before, which is really, really cool when people do that. I love it. And then here is one. This is another one I was supposed to read on Friday. Dude, Fridays, forget it. <laughs> Just no requests are yeah. going to happen. It's just it. Uh, it it's so nutty there. Uh, but this is from Brittany Baroden, and she said, uh, "Good morning, at Presbo." <laughs> by the way, we need my Getty Lee. Yes. Hey, Presbo. Oh, yeah. uh, I wanted to see if you could give a sweet shout out to my husband Matthew for our five year wedding anniversary, Friday, November seventeenth. I like to be spending that morning with you all. It will be my first year attending camp out, as well as my first year volunteering. So excited, and I wanted to thank Matthew for bringing so much love and laughter to my life and the lives of our amazing children, Louie, who's Lou, it says in parentheses, and Matilda. Uh, thank you for all you do for us. Maddie B, I love you, she says. Thank you for your time, making us laugh every morning, and for all you do for the community. You guys seriously rock. So here's that shard out. And speaking of who's Lou, Lou was there. Where? He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was down. I never saw him. I, I think it was on Thursday. Yeah, I seen him. Uh, yeah, I went out and gave him a hug there real quick, and he was kind of wandering around. He was by himself, and we were just too busy to have a chance to get him on the air, but uh, Lou was definitely there in uh, spirit and in person. Uh, and then here is one that is not related to the Camp Out for Hunger, but this is pretty cool. This is from Sam Kennedy, who writes at, and asks for a shout out. He says, for my wife, Stacy Kennedy, and the team at Farmers Against Hunger. Uh, he said, Newell, Stacy, Kyle, and Tyrese last week gleaned around 100,000 pounds of fresh fruits and wow. vegetables from New Jersey farmers to create 6,000 thousand bags of produce to be distributed to the food insecure around New Jersey. A second shout out for the dozens of volunteers that provided the labor to glean, produced and uh, to glean, produce and the 100,000 plus volunteers that helped pack bags no, not 100,000 100 plus volunteers that helped pack bags as well as to all who donated the reusable bags used to package the produce. That's amazing. How great is that? So two shout outs if you don't mind there. Uh, and so he was really, really proud of all the volunteers and everybody and they were all, they were listening to the Camp Out for Hunger while they were doing this too, which is cool. We, uh, we're thrilled to know they were doing uh, something yeah. that, of that magnitude. Amazing. And he says, have a nice flight, Sam Kennedy. <laughs> so thank you, uh, Sam. We appreciate that, man. That's really... Uh, that is great. That. Yep. Uh, and then there's another. Oh, what am I doing here? Oh, yeah. A... Here we go. Hang on. Hi, Presbo. Oh, <laughs> that's Getty Lee. I love that. One more time. Mm-hmm. Hi, Presbo. Um, so then there's another, uh, there's another uh, charity that I wanted to mention. This goes actually back to the week before. Uh, and this was a follow-up because I read an email from somebody who needed a little bit of help. And this was from uh, Holly Havens. And she wrote, hey, Preston and Nick, because we were both in touch with her. I said, I wanted to share some exciting news. We collected the one millionth pair of new socks in our Socktober. Ah, that's great. <clears throat> you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Yes. She said, immediately after your on-air shout-out, 
out. We got an influx of donations on our website, and several of your listeners reached out to us to organize sock drives at their school or business. So literally a million thanks to you and your awesome listeners for getting us to our goal. Uh, we are officially presenting the one millionth pair of socks. And like I said, this is a little while back on Wednesday, November 15th, uh, to our longtime partner, Prevention Point Philadelphia, who are located in Kensington. So this milestone pair of socks will be on the feet of someone in need in just a few days. And she says, so what's next? We're not stopping. Our new goal? Two million socks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. so we're, we're going to continue to make homeless toes happy and healthy toes. As we head into the winter season, uh, the shelves in our Phoenixville warehouse are currently empty. So donations at this time of year are critical. More information can be found on our website. It's tjos.org. Uh, the joy of socks. Oh, that's right. The yeah. joy, instead of the joy of sex. Yep. Yeah. The joy of socks. I love it. tjos.org. So I love that. That's yeah. a great campaign. Honestly, when your feet are cold, it's miserable. 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 I mean, like, even when your feet are, like, just, um, you know... A little chilly. Yeah. It's not fun. Imagine somebody who's who's can't even feel their toes. Horrible. I mean, it makes a big, big difference. So uh, I thought that was a, a nice little thing. Yes, absolutely. So this happened while we were gone, and we didn't get a chance to touch on this, but we always talk about these things. The National Toy Hall of Fame. Uh, they announced their inductees. Remember, we always announce when they... The nominees. The nominees. And then the inductees. And yeah. so now they have them, and so we can go through Do a Do we need a fanfare? If you want. Okay. Well, there's one, two, three... Four, there's five of them all together. Uh, so they are. Do you want a, fan, uh, a fanfare for each one of them, or? Gee, I want. I have, yeah, I, the, I have a, but that'll work too. That's kind of big. It's the big. It's the award show beginning, and then Casey can hit the. All right, and you can handle the actual stings, Casey. Uh, baseball cards. <laughs> baseball cards. Cabbage Batch Kids. <laughs> The Fisher Price Corn Popper. Where's that coming up? Where's it's, that it's, sound? It's to the left. Yeah, it's a little bit to the left. Uh, and Nerf. There you go. Where's that sound coming from? Uh, the Corn Popper is such a classic. Yes. Toy. It was actually selected from a category of what they were calling the Forgotten Five Toys. What else is in the Forgotten Five? It's not in the little story that I have here, so I ah, don't. The Forgotten Five. Nick, you would have to look that Did up. Did you always sort of think that was a lawnmower? No. I thought of it as more of, well... I didn't know what it was because yeah. I had an actual lawnmower yeah. that had little things that did bounced not. around like that. Uh, I thought of it as almost more like a vacuum cleaner. Uh, oh, know? okay. Oh, like you're picking up debris. It was debris. A, it was a one-handed thing. You're yeah. picking up debris. Um, oh, here's but, the Forgotten Five, Preston. Oh, okay. Uh, Transformers. Yep. Really? Casey, please. What Transformer? I didn't think that was ever forgotten. No. Uh, My Little Pony. No, it's not forgotten. Is that My Little Pony? Yeah, it looks like it. Pony, yeah. And that's that's pretty stupid too because I don't think that's forgotten. Pez dispensers. That's not forgotten either. These are forgotten. Stupid. And uh, a pogo stick. That's kind of forgotten. Yeah. Although so, like, you don't see five. those anymore. Now, now I see like the those like nuclear pogo sticks. Yeah. yeah. The ones that'll launch over your house. We've had them, and we have one in the studio. They're crazy. But yeah. And yeah. I I um finally got 
confident and comfortable on one, jumping really high. But doing flips and stuff like that, oh, I'm like, no. no. Dude, I tried a couple of times yeah. on that thing, and it um, it was scary. Mm-hmm. You go up it way too high. Intimidating. And yes, if, if, you, you know, if you're going up like just five feet in the air, yeah. you fall from that, you get hurt. It's hurt. You get a bad, stick up your ass. Yeah. Uh, but when no I was a kid, we had like the standard pogo stick. Yes, which was fun. And it was he, fun for about five minutes. Yeah. And then the pogo ball. You guys remember the pogo ball? Oh, yeah, I was a fan that. of the pogo ball. Oh, I love that. Did I was you? really good at that. Yeah. Remind I could me do of the, the pogo po- ball. I could do the pogo stick, but the pogo ball um, was my thing. It was just. It looked like Saturn. It looked like Saturn, yeah. Yeah. yeah it looked like that. Saturn, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. But you know what the one I couldn't get was the, was it called the skip something or the other? Skip bell? It was a skippo? Yeah, where you put your uh, foot through the loop and then you you swing it around. I you thought gotta... skippo was a game, mm. uh, like a card game. Mm, it maybe S- is. Skip it. Skip it. Skip it. Skip it. That's it. Suck it. Suck it. I never, you were probably good at that, weren't you? Oh, hell yes. Yeah, I couldn't do that. That was, it was also kind of more of a girl toy, I thought. Yeah. Maybe. There's no such thing as girl toys, Preston. I'm sorry. On this one, I was good at this, actually. I was a little girl. In the commercial, it's all girls playing on it, but. I couldn't do it. No, it starts off with Charles Bronson playing it. Really? Oh, I didn't yeah. realize that. Look at I this. like this toy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that was good because it was you could do it by yourself, or you could have your friend stand behind you and then not be as good as you and fall into you and fall all over the place. Yesterday, <laughs> I kid you not, I was on a Preston and Steve Daily Rush throwback kick. Yes. And I went back and I watched our oh. video of us double dutching. Dude, oh, double dutching. was so much fun. <laughs> we had a blast doing we that. Did. Bill hated it. Yeah. He hated, I don't get it. He hated that segment. Why? He thought it was a waste of 20 minutes. You can't say anything. He just didn't think it was entertaining. I don't like it. I don't like you. Uh, we were having, dude, the three of us, we were having so much fun doing that. Wait, where You we? keep doing stuff like this and I'm going to retire. Oh, yeah. We wanted to try some of those videos Casey keeps sending us at Camp Out. We never did. I hate them. We yeah, like it. the body motion ones where... Don't like it. Yeah. There's one that, that they constantly show, and you've sent it to me, uh, Casey, but the, uh, where a woman is holding, she ends up holding two wine glasses, but she, it's three girls, and she somehow wraps her legs, like intertwines with the other two, and is able to like sit up there, and then they hand her a wine glass, you know, yes. whatever. But that one looks fairly easy. I feel like we could do that one. The one I want to see done in person in front of me is the All the Rage Now, which is that levitating... Skipping thing, yeah. Wait, I didn't see this. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I every see every friggin' person apparently has nailed it. I can't figure out how it, <laughs> it's now nailed a touchdown it. celebration. You'll see. Yeah. yeah, you said that. Yeah, I'll find a, a video to show okay. you. Okay. Right. Nick's got something here. Uh, right. So going back to this forgotten toys, um, this is the first of the forgotten to- toys to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. The, the other five, they're, Preston, when they're saying that they're forgotten, they're not really forgotten. Everybody still remembers them. They just have not made it into the National Toy uh, Hall. Got of Fame it. Yet. So okay. these are sort of oversights. So the, fir- the first one of these, uh, now uh, six, but now five left, uh, Steve, is the corn popper. Got it. Love it. All right, Kathy, I'm going to pull up this video just to get your reaction of what this guy is doing. Okay, I yeah. see. And it looks like... It looks just... like he's floating. What are they doing? Yeah, it's hard <laughs> to... I can't figure it out. Huh. Uh, and and it, you also have to be in the right... You have to be facing them for it to look yeah, like, really, they're, yeah. like they're not really touching the ground. But oh wow, uh, yeah, okay. it's pretty pretty wild thing. And they show you how to do it. He, he shows some that. instructional. But yeah, we can do that. I you could probably do, do it. Yeah, you're can, you're a dancer. <laughs> no, she's a singer. Oh really? Oh God, no. Sing something for you. <laughs> uh, so yes, the Forgotten Five. So those are those are now inducted into the uh, the Toy Hall of Fame. Uh, if you uh, care. If you care. If you care. I do. We all do. 
And we'll have to wait till the uh, the next one that uh, that comes up down the road. But we'll have um, plenty of toys around Christmas to maybe uh, think about that. This week would have would begin at least for years historically, nostalgically speaking, when we would be presented with our um, our uh, uh, Sears catalog for list making. Oh yeah, yeah. Santa Claus now. Yeah, because we would probably go see Santa around the Thanksgiving uh, holiday. Yeah. Go to Sears. We, we never, we were never able to <laughs> draw the uh, draw all the lines together. Wow, we're looking at the Sears catalog. Or yeah. is at Sears. Uh, let me ask you guys: Is there something? Because I have something in, in mind myself. Is there something that you wanted every single year for Christmas, and for one reason or another, Sam never got it for? Yeah, you? something that was affordable. It's not like, oh no, I wanted a, you know, I wanted a three thousand dollar go kart. No, something that was affordable, but you just never got it. I what did still you want? make my mom feel bad about it today because I don't she and she has no idea why she never got it for me or why Santa never brought it even though I asked every single year uh, My Little Ponies. I never owned My Little Ponies. Never, you were and beanie I loved babies, them. right? I used to hang out with the girl down the street only because she had My Little Ponies. I was like, I'm going down to her house. <laughs> I don't like you. My, my Your mom had to have had a reason. She had to have no, had she some said, kind of reason. She said she There's mo- an equine virus going around. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't like that. No, she didn't have any weirdo reason. She said she just, like, forgot, didn't <laughs> know, reason. didn't listen to me when I said I wanted My Little Ponies. And I will still say to her, I'm like, remember you never got me My Little Ponies when oh, I was a kid? She needs to get you one now. That'd she, be oh, kind of, Steve, yeah. she did. I think okay. I, was, I was like 25 and she All ended right. up, because she got me for Christmas a My Little Pony. <laughs> I, huh. My parents actually had a pretty good beat on when they would go off the list and help Santa get me things. Mm -hmm. They were pretty good. Like, I'd be like, oh. (laughs) Yeah. Casey, there's nothing that stands out that I I wish I would have gotten over the years. Um, I was... Um, you know, my crew was pretty solid as well yeah. as far as getting stuff that we wanted. Um, did you have something in mind? Yeah, I wanted a football helmet. I wanted a professional. You didn't eagle. have a football helmet? <laughs> no, like a, a life-size one. That's like I know. borderline criminal. I know. And it's, you. Uh, it was always in the back of the Sears catalog, and they had every single team, you know. And this is like back in the 80s. I don't when they, get like, that. Yeah. And, and you uh, just did you want an Eagles helmet? I assume, or uh, I would have taken Eagles uh, number one, but also I l- really love the Buccaneers creamsicle right. helmet as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I forgot you're a Buccaneers fan. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I but I you know I'm like and I think they were ninety nine dollars. Now ninety nine dollars back in nineteen eighty six was a, a lot million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, ninety nine dollars is still a lot of money, but uh, yeah, I just never got one. That blows my mind because yeah. if you think of anyone. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, then you, you young little boy who now I no place to, to put it. <laughs> Did you ever play football? Yeah, I played football all the way up uh, through eighth grade. Okay. And then when I got into high school, I was 4'11". So what, was it before that that you wanted the football helmet? Yeah, okay. probably even until So, so the football helmet that you used in Little League or whatever didn't kind of suffice? Or no, no, I wanted professional. The professional, wanted, yeah. like this oh, is what man. the Eagles wear. Rydell or Riddle. How would you pronounce that? Maybe Rydell. Rydell. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, and and the, and you just sit there staring transfixed at these things like, dear God, yeah. does that even exist? Well, Is it like the Holy Grail? Mm. Uh, we're looking at an old catalog picture of uh, football helmets and uh, and their jerseys that came along oh. with them. I assume that would be like a Sears catalog thing, too. Is that, is that a Sears catalog that we're looking at? Okay. Yeah. 
Wow. I did. There was something really fun about that circling the catalog. Oh, my God. Taking a pen and circling the things you want. And and if Which, I went back and looked, yeah. I would have circled every single thing. Everything. Every Everything. page. <laughs> I just, like, it was overkill. Like, I, I, in hindsight, I was looking back and going, this is... I'm not giving you guys much choice. And you would sit and stare. Oh, just yeah. stare at the pictures of what you wanted. Yep. And, and I mean, I did want a, a an actual, they had Jesus. a... What? I'm sorry. What? Professional football helmets are 375 No, $400. What? $500. What? Are you going to put a price tag on somebody's brain? That's testing? obscene. Well, how much for a kid? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, for to just have as a little tchotchke. Those aren't tchotchkes helmets. Those are actual, like, you're going to wear them in an actual football right. yeah, game. Yeah, I know, but that's yeah. what you wanted, how, right? No. Yeah. Did you want yeah. How much for a kid's helmet? Is this what we're looking Is that that? This is riddle, right. riddle helmets. That yeah. For kids? This no, is no. what. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> these are riddle helmets if you're going to play a football game. Yeah, so, like, legit, if you're going to wear, if you're going to play college or, or professional football. Wow. Which Casey wanted the real deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Does it matter that you occasionally drool now and then? No. I wonder why some of them are five hundred dollars and some of them are two hundred and forty dollars. Some some actually protect your skull. Okay. All others are simply decorative. There's one for <laughs> made of balsa wood. One for one hundred and seventy. Okay. Well. Looks they look so cool though. Uh, there's it's it's it, there's they're, they're from the touched collection. Yeah. <laughs> why 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 is he always drooling? Well, he had a touched helmet. Do you ask for anything for Christmas now, or do you nah. just kind of see what you get? No, I just see what I get. This your, this uh, this Christmas in particular is going to be stuff that, yeah, like uh, a snowblower. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, everybody could get me a box of golf balls, and I will be, be happy. happy. Yes, I've told my sisters like, "What do you want?" I'm like, "Golf, golf balls. balls, golf balls, and tees." Nah, I don't want to. I'm like. I I want that. I yeah. actually want that. I will use that. I have more clothes than I'll ever need. Don't mm-hmm. get me anything like that. My closet's already full. I don't want to have to go through and throw away things that I still like to wear. The last thing you want to do is is just get something to get something, especially if you get or or use that money and and do like a secret Santa for somebody or go to a store and you know yeah. maybe take care of, help someone's Christmas club or whatever or yeah. whatever. The, but I mean it, when I, when I'm telling it to someone, yeah. like, eh, not, no, honestly, uh, it's really what yeah, I want. For Ferrari. I'm cool with that. Yeah. You know, just give me, <laughs> give me a Ferrari. Give me some golf give me, balls. Give me I'll, a personal chat. That's, that's all. That's it. All right. Yeah. A, anyway. a, a cabin cruiser. That's all. By the way, the average American, according to this uh, survey, will celebrate Christmas Day. Will, will celebrate holidays twice. Okay. The average American will celebrate Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, and Thanksgiving two times. As according to uh, a survey of 2,000 U.S. adults. So when you were in your dating years, or it doesn't even have to be the dating years. I went to four Thanksgivings. Four yeah. Thanksgivings. Yeah, because there Dear were God. there were divorced parents involved. Oh, and a couple of different households. I would yet. die. Yeah, it was. Um, I it was hate. A long day. I hate. I hate the whole idea of going out on on bouncing around, bouncing around. Yeah, yeah. Going to be home. Nope. I, I, hate hate you. <laughs> I hate you more than anything in this damn world. You want to be home with your golf balls? Right? Yes, please. I've got golf Look balls at all my golf balls to play with. 
Uh, and 84% plan to travel for at least some holidays, and 60% plan to take a pet along for the ride with them. Wow. Uh, and 70%. Put the moose in the back. 70% of those polled plan to celebrate Christmas Day, 32% celebrate Kwanzaa, and 30% will set the table for Friendsgiving. Mm. This is the variety of holidays that are being. My I do. Go ahead. No, no, my so daughter's doing Friendsgiving tomorrow. Oh, okay. yeah, and I'm happy. Is that like, the standard day to do it on, on, the, on well, Tuesday? They, they don't have school on when I, I would assume that it, they would do it the weekend before uh, Thanksgiving, okay. but uh, mm-hmm. they don't have school on Wednesday. So her friends are coming over tomorrow night for this. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving is a wonderful, uh, you know, wonderful time. It, it, I, I agree with your perception, Preston, that it is a little bit. It's less nerve wracking than Christmas. Yeah. But I do love Christmas. I'm, I'm I'm massively wrapped up in it this year. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not. All, all the trappings are, are a bit overwhelming for me. I, so. Clearly, I can see that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But um, Casey, uh, friendsgiving. Yeah. Um, and and I because I've never participated in a friendsgiving because it wasn't around. No. Until uh, you know, I was too old to. Hey, let's have friendsgiving. Yeah. Um, is is it? Straight up, exactly like Thanksgiving, but just with friends. That's yeah. my understanding. Okay. Yeah, everybody yeah, brings not, a dish, and you're not too old. Like we we did Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving for years. Remember, I told you the tractor story. That was a fr- that was at a Friendsgiving. It's and just you a stopped reason. doing it because it was a runaway tractor that almost killed <laughs> that almost people. killed a four year old. Right, so um, we stopped doing that. Friendsgiving originated on a sitcom, or what? yeah, what, wasn't it Parks and Re- I thought it was Parks and Rec. Was it Parks and Rec? I that thought was, so. That's that was Galentine's. Galentine's. Oh, that was Galentine's yeah. Day. You're right. Uh, yeah, I mean, ours was just a reason. My friend lived on a farm, and it was just a reason for it's her to It's a good way to, to kill have... a lot of people indiscriminately. No, no. It was just another reason to have people over. <laughs> they had, like, Excuse I mean, theirs was cool, because the, the kids would make apple cider. They Aww. would pick the apples, make, you know, make the apple yeah. cider. It was stuff like that. We we didn't sit down and have, like, a Thanksgiving dinner. Right, right. The, the celebrating Christmas a couple of times thing was, I only did that once when we were in my wife's hometown, uh, and we went to like three or four different Christmas Eve wow. things because everybody lived within pretty close distance of each other. Uh, so well, that's not so bad, but how many times in one day can you leave your golf balls? Right. Come <laughs> yeah. on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Those things have feelings, too. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you want to go an extra mile with the golf balls, you right. like customize them. Yeah, you can get little little sayings printed on them. Do you do you appreciate that, or is it is it more painful if you lose those? No, no, it's okay. okay. All right. I mean, I, I if what you'll do is you, you can save one if you're really attached right. to the uh, the cool uh, saying that was on there. Like a friend of mine, when we got in the Hall of Fame, he got me a set of golf oh, really? balls that said uh, "Press PE Hall of Fame," uh, whatever year that was, twenty huh. one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I thought that was very, very nice. So I held on to one of those. Hi, Presbo. <laughs> did that bowl include the other nominees as well? Yeah, the other? <laughs> uh, no, it did not. No. Okay. Just me. Um, hang on a second. Let me go to uh, Marita. Marita. Or is that, is that Marita? Hi. Is your name Marita? Yes. Hi, Marita. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hi, guys. How are you? Wonderful. What's up? Hey, I found a Sears catalog, the Wish Book, from 1993 the other day. 1993. So what, what was the big toy item in it? Do you remember? Uh, well, what I wanted to say was my 35-year-old son stopped over with his girlfriend, and they took till about 1030 at night flipping through, comparing swing sets. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Comparing the prices of a... Uh, 
uh, the Barbie Jeep to the one we had and how much it is nowadays. It was so fun. Yeah, it's funny because I'm sure Marita, they you know they were considered expensive back then, but you yeah. compare them now, it, it's no comparison. We just couldn't get them to stop it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's how, a... how they got the swing sets to pop out of the ground. Yeah, you know the metal swing sets where the hole would pop out of the ground if you went real high. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, the post, and there was oh, a little bit of a, yes. a, a, a quote unquote safety chain for, that was supposed to keep it from tipping over. We didn't have a safety yeah. chain yeah, on no, ours, no, man. No, it was yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had a chance for that whole uh-huh. thing to go flipping over. Thank you, by the way, Marita. God, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. The, the the you know now uh-huh. the the good ones are made of wood. They're yeah, solid. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. These are poles. These things were made out of essentially aluminum. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And they were lightweight. <laughs> and a nice storm Dude. could move them. Great for stabbing. Yeah, we, we, yeah. We'd snap them in half. We had a thing called the whirly bird in the backyard, which we, we my I don't know where the hell my dad got it, but it was basically four kids sitting on a um. Oh, there were four. Seats, yeah, and sort of like a, a sort of like a seesaw sort the of thing. Four ways, but you but you pull back and forth, and it would spin around. Yeah, yeah, it was mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, and, it, and I think that lasted for one minute. I had a whirly bird. It was a game, though. Or not a game. It was a uh, it was a little helicopter on an arm. Do you remember that? It was, it was oh, and you could it would fly around. You could spin it around. Right. You had these little controls, and you could you could hover it. You could go backwards. You I could go love down, that. And you could had a little hook on it. Yes, you could pick what? stuff up and fly it around. Help Casey. rescue the people trapped in the fire. Uh, Casey, I loved that thing. That How big was it? Uh, probably about, you know, if you put your arms out in a circle, it'd be about that. That's about how big it was. Okay. Maybe a little bit lo- larger than that. Uh, see, attention, Billy. There's a forest fire near you. Rescue that moose. Connor, Connor, see if you can find Whirly Bird 1976 or something. Those were like cool. That. that was about the time. Well, a little bit, a few years earlier, and I talked about this on the air, the voice control Kennedy Airport. Yes. Voice control, Kennedy Airport. The tower speaks and tells you what to do. Land on runway five. That was one of your all-time favorite. Oh, uh, I love it, yeah. It's, I mean, be an air traffic controller when you're seven years old. Who doesn't oh, want to do Birdie that? Birdie Bird. Not Birdie Bird. Bird. Sorry about that. That's yeah, the name I, of it. Yeah, I love that thing. That thing was great. I'd play with that now. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> And and it was like one, and it was Kathy. one of those really dangerous toys too because oh, yeah. it had this completely exposed rotor yeah. take out an blade eye. that yeah. would spin around and if you put it near your face yeah you would uh, you'd lose an eye. <laughs> Nick found the commercial for it on YouTube. That's it, man. God, I played that thing for hours. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, well, that's now, why we got into aviation. Now, I wonder if things like that still exist. If you can still find them, things to rip out your eyes. No. Oh. Uh, like uh, toys, vintage oh, toys. Oh, this was so good. Still in in good condition. A lot of people don't realize what they're missing out on. Regular helicopters should have that thing attached to them. Hang on, I'm going to go to uh, Eric real quick here. Eric, good morning. You guys rock. Oh! Eric, thank you. We appreciate it. What's up, Eric? Uh, about the whole gift-giving thing, when it gets to the point of, oh, well, what do you want? I don't know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look. Here are three websites I like. Get me a gift card. And if I don't have enough for something, I will add money to it or get another one and get what I want. I like that. Yeah. I, I like at least I, I like at least the guide to the website, yeah. you know, as opposed to eh, just get me gift cards. It being a yeah, little more I mean, specific, it, that helps out. 
Yeah, you have to at least at least give somebody an idea of what you're interested in. This way, it's not like, oh, well, okay, he wants gift cards. He didn't say anything. Let's give him a Home Depot gift card. Yeah. Right. Here's you know what I mean? Like, why would you do that? Like, why would you just assume that somebody's going to get you something you That's want? That's a good tell point. Them, even if you can't specifically tell somebody what you want, tell them where you want it from. There really, I don't think, is anything wrong with that. Yeah, Eric, I think you can cut to the chase by simply saying an Amazon card will cover just about anything you're looking to get. So an Amazon gift card? You know what? It it depends because there's sites like MNRK heavy, like music sites that might have exclusive stuff. Right. See, I I have three specific sites because I collect a lot of music stuff and collectible stuff. Okay. For stuff like that, you know, Amazon might not have, like, the double red vinyl 30th or green vinyl 30th anniversary edition of a typo negative album. You know what I mean? Like, something like yeah, that. Yeah, my guess is no. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a wonderful All right, Eric, Thank buddy. you. Okay, I've changed it from golf balls to a gift card for the PGA Superstore. Ooh, oh, that works. Too. And see, doesn't this sound a little more specific and a little more personal? There you go. Yeah. This is, listen, you want what you want. You don't want to waste money, and you know, and, and that's what you do. You want your golf balls. All right. Well, the Hall of Fame uh, toys are—they've uh, been inducted: baseball cards, Cabbage Patch Kids, the Fisher Price Corn Popper, and Nerf as well. Oh my God! Hang on. What? Marissa found this. Here we go. Announcing Birdie Bird, the new electric. Powered copter with rotor blades that actually lift it into flight and precision controls that make you the Birdie Bird's pilot. Use your piloting skills to perform even difficult rescues. Hover into position. You've Hover into position. Got him. You've got The Birdie it. Bird, the copter it takes you to fly. The Birdie Bird electric copter comes with space capsule, landing pad, life craft, and astronaut from Mattel. May lose fingers while playing. That's right. You're rescuing an astronaut from the, uh, the, the yeah. a boat. Uh, yes, uh, yes. You rescued the astronaut. Did we ever find the JFK International Airport? Yeah, we had. Audio? We had Voice that. Control Kennedy Airport. <laughs> the tower speaks and tells you what to do. Land on runway four. Uh, uh, and all you're just doing is holding the planes with your hands. Right. Yeah. There's no real magic to it. It's, it's it'd be cardboard crap. Other than your imagination. Well, you know what it was? It was that there was a little record player in the control tower. A, re- so that's a record? A little record, a little plastic-like record, and that would be... So here's the commercial for it up on the... Uh, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, and you had you wore the headset. Yeah. Made you so, feel like but you're real, actually hand-holding the plane. Real air traffic controller. Wow. Fly planes just like adults by holding them by the tail and landing them on the runway. Mm. All right. Well, we... scratch the record, it's unusable, and you <laughs> throw it away. You scream, you cry, and you realize your parents never really loved you. <laughs> Reality hits you in the face. Play with this toy while they take a flight away from you and abandon you. <laughs> All right, we have to take a break. But thank you for reminiscing with us, dear friends. These uh, special days are coming yes, soon. I love it. We're going to take a break. We'll get some bizarre file stories when we get back. So stay with us. From the Preston and Steve Show and all of us at WMMR, thank you to each and every one who dropped off food, donated money, volunteer time or talent, vendor equipment and supplies to produce Camp Out for Hunger. All to benefit our neighbors in need. Donations can still be made at your local Acme. Tune in tomorrow morning when Preston and Steve reveal this year's totals. Camp Out for Hunger would not be possible without the generosity of you and our partners. Event Quip, Atlantis Architects, Mayfair Fence, Cash 
Cow Vending, Hart Fueling Services, and Philly Pretzel Factory. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Powered in part by Beanbow Bakeries USA, Duncan, Planet Fitness, Stoffer Glove and Safety, the General Building Contractors Association, and NRG. 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Files. Hi, it's brought to you by Horizon Services, here to warm up your holidays with $50 off any heating repair. And in the event that your system can't be repaired, Horizon can replace your system as soon as the next day. Visit horizonservices.com. A bear in Poland's Carpathian Mountains mm. mauled an eco-activist who was trying to prove that the animal's den was abandoned due to logging. Oh. I guess you were wrong. The man... <laughs> Of German nationality, was airlifted to hospital. The hospital following the attack and was said to be in a serious but stable condition. Uh, the activist had traveled to the bear's den along with another activist from the Wild Carpathians Initiative to check if the area had been affected by logging. Did you not see that my TV was on? Uh, the pair had expected the lair to be empty, but the animal pursued them through the woods. The activist stumbled and fell before being mauled. What you fellas doing? Uh, footage of the bear emerging to attack was captured by a camera set up to monitor the Could lair. Could you imagine? No. Uh, I, you know, I, I'll just take it on word that the the, uh, the cave is empty. Uh, the Wild Carpathians Initiative admitted their activists should have, shouldn't have disturbed the mammal, which was getting ready for hibernation. Send an email first. Uh, the spokesman said that there had been an attack on a forester in the same location last year. Despite that, the Forestry Service failed to prevent further deforestation there. So they, oops. <laughs> oops. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, all right, an Iowa man pleasured himself just outside of a come-and-go store. Did <laughs> uh, he use mayonnaise? And then departed for his nearby apartment. According to police, victims called 911 to report that an unknown male had, had, had said sexual things to them and began to pleasure himself in their presence. This is following the sign. This was at the convenience store, come-and-go. Uh, <laughs> officers identified Kenneth Lee Kelly as a suspect. I didn't, I did. They contacted. Uh, he, they contacted at home, and Kelly denied that he was the individual captured on surveillance video. Kelly, however, confirmed, "quote that he did have clothing that matched the video that they showed." Oh, okay. Uh, police uh, said there was a hat that was an identical match to the one worn by the suspect during the deed. Yeah, I came and I went, but I wasn't this guy. Additionally, a photo lineup was conducted, and victims uh, independently identified Kelly as the twelve thirty. A.M. Come and go, self pleasurer. You're a liar. He was arrested and booked into jail for indecent <laughs> exposure. So, yep, he thought he got away with it. Nope, nope. An American Airlines passenger. This will let you know if, if you're if you're going to be bad on an airline. These are the consequences. An American Airlines passenger has been ordered to pay nearly forty thousand dollars after causing a major disruption on a flight and forcing it to be diverted 29 year old kayla ferris from hawaii was sentenced last week by u.s judge just over three and a half months in prison as well hmm. followed by three years of supervised release and is expected to pay forty thousand dollars in restitution for costs related to delays caused wow. by her behavior what'd she do uh it, she's guilty of interference with a crew member they weren't too specific about it ferris boarded an american airlines flight from phoenix to honolulu while the flight, she threatened flight crew members and other passengers and swore at them. 
Uh, the flight staff were unable to continue with their duties because of Ferris's actions, and the plane had to return to Phoenix. Uh, for other passengers, this caused several flights to be rerouted to Hawaii. Uh, the case was investigated by the FBI, but yeah, they're going to stick you with a <laughs> yeah with a, a sentence and a big fine as well. So. I'd be curious how how crazy she got. Yeah. Patrons of a Japanese steakhouse in Florida are suing the establishment after they say they ate food containing methamphetamine. Jordan Gray (laughs) and her husband, uh, Brandon, and also Matthew Gilly have sued the Nico Japanese Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. According to the complaint, they were, the three were... They were three of several diners who were poisoned after eating at Nico's, where they were seated at a hibachi table. Uh, plaintiffs began to experience rising heart rate, increased sweating, rapid speech, racing thoughts, dizziness, nausea, excess energy, inability to sleep, vomiting, paranoia, fear, and or anxiety. That's an unpleasant meal. Yeah. Uh, they, went, they went to the emergency room where they were tested for intoxicants. Uh, Jordan Gray said that she and her husband and Encountered the family seated at the same table of the restaurant, and they were also sick. Could you imagine? No. Sheriffs, the sheriff's office tested some of the plaintiff's leftovers and found the food was positive for methamphetamine. Uh, Gilly said his heart rate spiked at nearly 200. He said, I was horrified at what that meant. An investigation by the sheriff's office uh, into the drugging was closed due to a lack of... It was of, gluten-free, though. Uh, it was closed due to a lack of evidence. Investigators huh. were unable to determine whether anyone associated with the restaurant put the drugs in the food and reports that an employee may have accidentally tainted the food could not be confirmed. So they're going with a, uh, a lawsuit instead. Are we to believe that meth is the new big thing in Japanese cuisine? It may be. Yeah? I don't know. Can't really say. All right, and then we'll end with this one. This is a good story. UK Athletics banned an ultra marathoner from racing for 12 months after she admitting to riding in a car during a race earlier this year. I don't know the rules, but that seems like cheating. Uh, Josiah Zakrevsky admitted to riding in a car during a part of the Manchester to Liverpool Ultra on April 7th. I only did eight miles. Zakrevsky did not comply with the UKA Disciplinary Rules Code of Conduct for senior athletes. It, it is implied that you actually run it, right? The panel banned her from participating in any licensed races for a year. So she said she was not in the proper mindset the day of the 50-mile race. She's not into racing today. Causing her to act improperly and collect a third-place trophy. She said, I accept my actions on the day uh, that I did travel in a car and then later completed the run, crossing the finish line and inappropriately receiving a medal of trophy. I didn't win. Which I did not return immediately as I should have done. Uh, She said that she told marshals that she had been in her friend's car and that when encouraged to finish the race, she said she would do so non-competitively. Okay. And she told her friend who was driving not to speed. But event marshals disputed this account, saying that she told them that she was injured and discussed pulling out of the race, but had been encouraged to continue. The marshals also said she never informed that she rode in a car. Little detail there. Yeah, uh, that's she probably did, a big detail. She did not fully admit to what she had done until she was pressed by a race organiza- organizer. Uh, she said she was embarrassed, but chose not to disclose what had happened rather than, quote, embarrass herself and over that. It was a NASCAR, too, Preston. Oh, no. Yeah. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Hey, real quick, again, I want to congratulate our winner of the President Steve Dorm Decor TikTok Tour. 
which is presented by our friends at College Ave Student Loans. And our winner was Jade uh, Mikalowski yes. from Levittown and is a freshman at Juniata College in Huntington, PA, studying environmental engineering. And we're giving her $1,000 courtesy of College Ave Student Loans. Imagine. A better way to pay for college. Yeah, I, I love what they're doing. But could you imagine? So they put up this 1000 bucks. Could you imagine you have a dorm and you have 1000 bucks to yeah. go crazy with? I love that. So congratulations. And thank you to everybody who entered that contest. We're going to take a break. When we get back, some stuff to give away with a lesson question. We're also going to trash and music news. In MMR's early days, we used carrier pigeons for requests. But some people got mad at us. So now we have the text line at 39333. It's faster, better, and there's less poop. So text us anytime at 39333. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Winning Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And the Preston and Steve Show back in our studios. Nice looking day today. Supposed to have uh, clouds become a little bit more prevalent, uh, but high about 48. Coolest day of the week as far as uh, temperatures go. Tomorrow, 50, but we do have some rain to contend with supposedly in the afternoon. Wednesday looks great. 58 58 degrees and and clouds. Uh, But uh, Thursday for Thanksgiving, partly cloudy, 53. That's very doable uh, for Christmas Day. That ain't no thing. Uh -uh. I love that. In fact, a little bit of chill is uh, just a little bit. Yeah. Especially for, for the parade. Yeah. Makes it, Makes uh, it feel right. Yeah. Seems right. Yeah. Lesson question for today. We're giving away a pair of tickets as MMR rocks Tom Segura. That's on Friday, February 2nd at the Hard Rock in Atlantic City. And the question that I'll ask is this. is Where does Steve keep his extra crankshafts and rod bearings? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Do you know? Where does Steve keep his extra crankshafts and rod bearings? In what? 
215-263-WMMR. Should say in a what? Let's see if you know the answer. Call and we'll do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Sports and Social. Experience the ultimate football party at Sports and Social in Live Casino and Hotel Philly. Career, cheer, not career, cheer on the birds with ticket giveaways and signed merch. Halftime contest, Bud Light Towers, free concessions, snacks, and face painting and more. Uh, what's going on this morning, Steve? Well, 100-plus degree heat had Taylor Swift seemingly gasping for air during her concert in Brazil Saturday night. At one point in the concert, Swift actually had to remove her thigh-high boots to empty out the ass sweat. Wow. That's oh a lot. God. As with Creed 3, Sylvester Stallone will not be appearing in Creed 4 as his battle with producer Erwin Winkler rages on. At issue is Winkler's confusion over Stallone's asking price, which he has put at like a billion. <laughs> there you go. Like a and finally, Hulk Hogan's son Nick Hogan was arrested for DUI, ending up in a Clearwater, Florida jail cell early Saturday morning. Hogan reportedly refused to submit to a sobriety test, claiming he, quote, had no time to study. That's <laughs> your <laughs> All right, going to the phones. We'll see if someone knows the answer to this question. Where does Steve keep his extra crankshafts and rod bearings? 215-263-WMMR. We'll go to Ryan to see if we can get the answer. Hey, Ryan, morning. Hey, good morning. All right, where does Steve keep his uh, extra crankshafts and rod bearings? Is it a basket? There's a basket. There we go. Hang on, Ryan. We're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to MMR Rocks. Tom Segura, that's on Friday, February 2nd, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Uh, tickets for both the February 2nd and 3rd shows are available now at hardrockhotelatlanticcity.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, brought to you by Zane Western Apparel. Save on Black Friday sales all month long at Zane Western Apparel and Work Gear in Piles Grove, New Jersey. Online at zanewestern.com. Doors open at 7 on Black Friday. Zubba, zubba, Zane. (laughs) That's not part of the ad. No, it should be, though. Threw that in there for you. All right, so the 2023 Billboard Music Awards which are based on year-end performance metrics on the Billboard charts, were presented last night in a totally digital event. Instead of a traditional live stream, stream uh, producers filmed the performances and acceptance speeches separately in a variety of locations and then released them via clips on social media channels. I didn't see it. I no, no. And uh, it shows how uh, wrapped up people are in this, which is not at all. Uh, Taylor <laughs> Swift was the most nominated artist going into the night and ended up winning uh, in 10 of the 20 categories she was nominated in, including top artist. Uh, but she wasn't the top winner overall. That was Morgan Wallen, uh, who collected an impressive 10 trophies to lead the field for country artists. <laughs> so there's no s- suspense here. They know by the the already existing data who's winning, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there you go. Uh, so Drake dominated in rap with five wins. SZA racked up uh, four wins in the R&B categories. Uh, 21 Savage, Bad Bunny, Beyonce, and Miley Cyrus all scored three wins each. How did Deez Nuts do? Uh, Deez Nuts was a no-show. Uh, the top rock artist went to Zach Bryan. 
The top rock duo slash group went to Arctic Monkeys. Mm. And the top rock touring artist was Coldplay. I'm sorry, Zach Bryan won top rock? I guess, uh, yeah. I mean, because... It's got a rock flavor to it. I guess he was added okay. into the rock category. I'm not really sure, Case, but yeah. I saw Jonathan Taylor Dude. Thomas also Listen, <laughs> rock has gotten hosed at these yeah. award ceremonies for years now. They are very out of touch as to what rock music is now. Yep. There are a lot of great bands that could easily go to and be in these categories. The people that are at the top don't know what the F they're doing. That's all there is to it, in my humble opinion. It stinks. It stinks. That's right. right. Quote Rocky. That's right. It stinks. It's lame. Coming back from Vietnam. Don't even know what category you're voting for. Yeah. Straight out. It's called Baby Killers. <laughs> That's the name of the band. Zachary Bryan winning for Rock. Are you kidding me? Baby Killers. Sure. Baby Killers? Yeah. Arctic Monkeys? Uh, <laughs> what? Following the release of the Rolling Stones album Hacking Diamonds, they've released a remix of their single, Mess It Up. The new dance version was remixed by Grammy Award winning artist Purple Disco Machine. And they won Best Rock Ensemble, by the way. No. Uh, Hackney Diamonds. Uh, it's heavy metal. Yeah, Purple Disco Machine. Yeah. Air supply for heavy metal. Has topped the charge in. Hang on. You get a little teary eyed when you bring it up. No, I'm this, not getting this teary eyed. Right? This is an eyelash. <laughs> this is, I really think it's a wonderful category. It actually tickled my eye a little, which is weird. Uh, and. Uh, the album is charted in hit top the charts in 19 countries, making it the biggest selling release of the week overall, uh. all over the world. My God, I am I'm hitting a brick wall. Yes, I am. I'm just I got hit by a wave of tired in the last commercial break, and I'm at I'm I'm canceling our meeting. I'm canceling now. Meeting. I'm, I'm, the President Steve Show can, meeting is canceled. Wow. Would, you, would you like Kathy to sing you a lullaby? No, I'll fall asleep, man. That's a good idea, though. Cancel me. It is a good idea, yeah. isn't it? Yes. I'll make you some more milk. Uh, Kurt Cobain's Sky Stang One guitar sold at auction for $1.5 million. Wow. Yeah, the new owner wow. bid by phone during a Julianne's auction held at uh, Nashville's Hard Rock Cafe. Uh, the late rocker like to play the guitar. played the instrument uh, his final show with Nirvana on the In Utero Tour. What if Gary's secretly like a multi-millionaire? We do need a uh, another Gary Lauer yes. uh, wellness check. Did make his way out to the camp out. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. an Austria. <laughs> by the way, a friend of mine owns one of uh, Kurt's guitars. Does he? Yeah. yeah. He How bought. much did he pay? I didn't ask. Okay. Uh, but you go to his checkbook and find out. A lot, I would imagine. Uh, the blue left-handed Fender Mustang electric guitar is the most documented of all of Cobain's collection. And it was previously owned by his brother, Chad Cobain. The, uh, the classic, classic guitar of all rock would be what? Uh, would it be Ben? Am Frankenstein. I, am I, Frankenstein. Ben Helen's Frankenstein, right? Yeah, or, Frankenstein or, or maybe, you know, Jimmy's white uh, Stratocaster. Stratocaster. Yeah, I, w- I would think so. But those are two of the big, big biggies right there. But the one that you would look at and go, you know whose guitar that is? That's Ben Helen. Yeah. Yeah, that would be Eddie's, I would think. Um, so this wasn't the only article to bring in over a million dollars. Eric Clapton's iconic guitar named The Fool. Sold for $1.27 million at auction. 
Uh, and then finally, I mentioned this because uh, we've had him here in the studio before. Uh, Mr. Big, the band, uh, the leader of that band was the guitarist, Paul Gilbert. Remember, he came and yes. played here. Yeah. Uh, lead singer Eric Martin says that the band is deep into writing their next album. He said, I've been going back and forth to Portland, uh, where our guitarist Paul Gilbert lives, and we've been writing and recording everything, and so far, I want to say, we have 10 or 13 songs. Uh, There's no mention of a possible release date. Uh, The band has been on their final world tour this year. They've been performing it in its entirety. Uh, or have been the 1991 platinum selling breakthrough album Lean Into. It. I thought I would mention that. Any word on new stuff from Mr. Mister? No. Yeah. I've not seen anything about Mr. Mister. I love that song, man. That's my jam. I actually saw him, the singer and bass player. He was he was the bass player in, uh, in Ringo Starr's All-Star Band when we went to see them at the Tower Theater. And he did Kira Lay. Did he? And he did uh, Broken Wings. And it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. We loved it, I love man. Broken like Wings. Every second of it. We loved it, man. We took Dang. Yeah, we totally got into it. So, all right. Yeah. Up. That's what I have in music news. All right. Um, we'll break. Sleepy time. We'll come back. We'll take a little sleepy time. Uh, we'll get to our letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize with Pierre. And then we'll hand it over to him. So, we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Greetings, good citizens. With Thanksgiving upon us, the thing I most look forward to is the traditions. Be it family, friends, food, and perhaps a beverage or two. And another tradition I really enjoy is connecting with MMR listeners during my annual Welcome Home broadcast on Thanksgiving Day. So this Thursday, starting at 10 a.m., Pierre Standard Time. Join me live on the air or on the MMR app wherever you are, and I'll be taking requests, dedications, and holiday wishes for the MMR family coming together on Thanksgiving Day. And yes, I will serve up the traditional Alice's Restaurant at 10 a.m., noon, and a Pierre vinyl cut version at 2 p.m. So let's stuff our ears with great music and cheer before you stuff your face. And happy Thanksgiving from 93.3 WMMR. The Preston and Steve Show coming to a close on this Monday morning. As we are working through a short work week this work week into, obviously, a wonderful holiday. Weather looks like it's going to cooperate a little bit. Might have to contend with some rain tomorrow, but after that, we're looking pretty solid. Uh, which is great because the guest we had on today is hoping for a wonderful Thursday weather-wise. I would like to thank Alicia Vitarelli yeah. from 6AB for ABC for stopping by. She is a part of the Thanksgiving Day uh, live broadcast, which they do, obviously, here in our fair city. It's their parade. They run it. It's amazing. them And Duncan brings it, too. She's going to be on the Duncan float. Yeah, so she's first time ever will be appearing on a float during the uh, duration of the parade. So she's excited about that. It was nice to have her by this morning. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I've never... Yeah, I've never been on a float before. Yeah. Never in my life have I been on a parade float. Never been, in the Haunted Horror Ride or anything uh, like that? Oh. No. Right? Uh, we weren't... No. And the, the only time I was in parades as a, uh, a member of a marching band... I did that for years. Okay. Uh, and then I was, I told you guys I was a grand marshal of the <laughs> Souderton area holiday parade, but I was in, I was like a, a, a beauty queen. Yes. I was like the, I was like the homecoming queen. Right. With the, the convertible. Yeah. Sitting in convertible. It was nice and everything, but being on a float seems like right. kind of fun. You know, it's a little more, a little more activity. I like when they stop and then the lip syncing begins for the song. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So anyhow, it was nice to have uh, Alicia on. Uh, and we thank her for being here. Uh, Pierre Robert is here. Hey, man. Good day, my children. Nice to see you in a, in a different setting today. Where's the tent? Yeah, yeah exactly. 
And the lighting's different in here, too. The lighting too. seems to be different. Yeah. And uh, where's the pavement? Yes. The, the parking lot. Yeah. You walk on pavement all week long. Yeah. Well, I miss it. Well, you're tired. Do you need to go home? There's no meeting today. Oh. No, there is, oddly enough. I wish there wasn't. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know what? We didn't do much in, in the way of recapping camp out, but you had noted this on air, Pierre, because I was listening to your show on my way home. But the immediacy at them breaking that thing down. Wow. I mean, like Insane. an army of people came out of the woodworks I, and started ripping stuff down immediately. There was a lot of people there to begin with. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, who are all these extra new people? And where were they? And where were they the yeah. whole time? And like, you know, very much like, a, you know, when you see a concert, even an elaborate concert set up production wise, the second it's over, you see all the ants coming out on the stage. If you stay in the arena a little bit longer, which I tend to do, and you all of a sudden they just, everyone seems and know what they're doing and all of a sudden it just starts breaking down. Yeah. I got a text from my friend Megan. She works for the Flyers in the pier as they were erecting the tent the week before. She was sending me pictures as it was going up at 4.01 on Friday afternoon. It was all but down. She sent wow. me a photo of the parking lot. Yeah, and they were just people that just came out of nowhere and started like all the electrical work and sides and, and top and bottom. They just they were they were gone fast. Those guys are amazing. They really are. The union guys and all the other guys who oh. come down and, and, uh, and I mean work obviously they they believe in the cause and they're you know going above and beyond but it's it's almost incomprehensible that they could dismantle that the way they do as quickly as they do well, and that plus uh, it was done at 401, but Rodney still wasn't done and his uh, band of merry men. Yeah. And on top of all that, uh, later that evening, uh, he was inducted, as you guys had mentioned, into the Broadcast Pioneers Hall of Fame uh, with Rhonda and uh, Debbie Calton and uh, David Dye and some legendary Philly figures, Tom LeMayne, the legendary weatherman. And so uh, I went to that ceremony and ro- I'm thinking Rodney's never going to make it because he was on fumes. Yeah. He yeah. was running. On fumes, and there he was in his tuxedo, <laughs> and uh, he went up on stage and and made a lovely little thank you speech, and uh, acknowledged. And then uh, Brian uh, from Chorus Photographer uh, Photography was there taking some photos, and Brian is great. He goes, "Oh my God!" He grabs his camera and starts running to the soundboard. There was a problem at the soundboard, and. Rodney goes over to attempt of to fix it. Of course he did. <laughs> That's Rodney for you, man. Unbelievable. Uh, I mean, it's wow. just at his own induction At his own induction ceremony. <laughs> oh, I got this. Uh, I think that may be that photo we're, we're looking at now, one of them. But uh, wow. he's, uh-huh. he runs over there, and he's fiddling with it. And I'm going, holy <laughs> S. And, and Brian, being the brilliant photographer that he is, one of the best we've ever had, actually, <laughs> here. Uh, he uh, captured it perfectly. And, you know, it's just so... So amazing the uh, the the fact that he made it through that whole ceremony. Sure, yeah. I mean, we were all d- dragging like hell. Uh, the fact that he went and did that is amazing. Yeah, yeah pretty cool, but That's well deserved. It. Yeah. Oh my gosh, uh, most definitely. All right, um, I guess we should do the letter of the day sure. then. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter T. As in, thank you. All right. Two, a three-letter word this I week. I just saw that. Okay. I, I, I just rearranged my right. head. We're going to give away a... Uh, we're just giving away 300 bucks, and that is courtesy of Mainline Christmas Lights. Light up your holidays with Mainline Christmas Lights. Uh, they will custom design, install, maintain, and even store your lights for next season. Take the hassle out of the holidays and book now at MainlineChristmasLights.com. So we'll give that away on uh, Wednesday. Uh, what's happening on your program today, man? By the way, it 
uh, announce the totals is tomorrow, right? Tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the program, we will have Workforce Box of Joe Walsh for his birthday, Motley Crew, and Kings of Leon. Excellent. I want to thank our sponsors. The President and Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. And the President and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you uh, by Family and Company Jewelers. You can save big on... Uh, <laughs> Save big at the passing of the torch sale. There we go. On November 27th through December 2nd. Uh, tomorrow on our program, Tuesday, that it being, we will give away a tattoo from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing with Tattoos Day. Um, good chance that we might have Tim Meadows on yes. the program tomorrow. We're working on that. And also, as Pierre had said, the camp out totals will be revealed. And we don't know anything yet, so we're fingers crossed. It's another big year, I'm sure. Uh, things went just wonderfully as it felt that way. Uh, that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day and keep it in nooch, too. Yeah. Yeah. See you later, gang. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the Shopify helps businesses break sales records over the holidays with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.